And we're live on the Weirdos Only podcast. Today we have Mara Gavino. Is it Gavino or is yes. it Gavino? It's actually Gavino. Ah, see? Yeah, it's Gavino. Um, you know, just we're in America. So everyone's we're like, in America, Gavino. yes. Everyone's like, Since this is America. <laughs> thank you. Um, is it, uh, so, so let's talk about life. Let's talk let's about life. <laughs> Let's talk um, about life. <laughs> so are you, what do you, are you an insurance broker or how does, how is that? Yes, I am an insurance broker. Um, so what is your question? Like, what is like, that? Like, I kind of, well, yeah, like who, what tell us your, mean? your pitch. Like, yeah, if I'm in a, if I'm, I'm in an elevator, <laughs> like, and you have to tell me who you are, you, you know, know, tell I, the people who you are. You know, there's, there's all these scripts about the elevator pitch and the elevator talk. And I just, I don't know, I feel like I'm more like authentic and it just depends on the person. Like if you are, you know, like in your twenties, it's going to be a different answer than if you're in your fifties or sixties, like it's going to be a different conversation. Um, so I don't have an exact like elevator pitch or talk. Like I said, I just, connect with the person and then just take it from there um but yeah an insurance broker is pretty much someone who can write business i mean like insurance policies financial plans with more than one company so an insurance agent is typically like captive to one company whereas an insurance broker can is licensed with several companies so i can shop around for my clients okay yeah I mean, it's great. It's great, great to learn about insurance. I guess more the more the question is, how would you describe yourself in general, right? Like, if somebody said, "Who are you? What's your story?" You know. Um, yeah. What's my story? That's 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 a, a heavy loaded question. Yeah. Well, so you have to be more specific. Then, than that. I, well, like for example, I just saw I was, I was listening to something about Anthony Bourdain. I don't know if you're you're uh -huh, a fan. Yeah. Um, and supposedly on. Uh, um, you, do you know Anthony Bourdain? Is he was the, yeah, the, the, the show? French chef, yeah. He, I don't think. I mean, was he, he was like, chef, but it was French. Yeah. His name, but he wasn't. Okay. Yeah, he was American. He was. I, I don't know okay. if you ever saw the show. It was a like I saw a, a, couple it's a of travel episodes. show. I mean, I don't know his history, but he's I very he's very chef. famous. He, and he just re there was a documentary that came out, but he is now he's more famous because he committed suicide. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Yes. But the whole thing was that he, on his Twitter, like even though he was like a chef, he was this, he was that. Mm -hmm. His, Traveler. The way that he, all he had was that, as his bio was enthusiast. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. that's what he is, you know, I'm an enthusiast, mm -hmm. which I feel like for me resonated a lot to say, like, because I'm enthusiastic to just learn, right? Like, yeah. like just enthusiasts of life. like, yeah, like, because you're an enthusiast of like, oh, well, I'll look into that. I'll look into this. I'll look into that. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, for me, I, I like to, I think my, I mean, I guess this isn't about me, but I would say one thing that I like to do and I think that has helped me grow is I like to trust people in the sense of like, I know what I don't know, right? Like, I'm not going to come into this and say, well, I know more about insurance than you do. It's like, no, I'd rather go to somebody I trust, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And say, hey, I don't want to waste time having to learn this. Yeah. I trust you. Can you tell me? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I guess that would, I would turn it over to you to say, how do you what's that been like for you as far as in, in the insurance business because it's a, it's a lot about trust mm 
And obviously, mm -hmm. the the goal is to build business that's long term, right? That people yeah. continue to trust you. Yeah, or Insur else insurance is definitely like you have to look at it. I mean, from an agent's perspective, you have to go into it with a long term vision, like knowing that, like one, you have to love it and love people because it is like you're in the relationship business. It is pretty much about like you're in the people's business. Um, not just because it is a very competitive um, industry or because there's a lot of people that do what I do, um, but really because you're, you know, people do business with people they like and trust. So I've, I have a lot of clients that they have family members that are in my industry, but yet they come to me. Uh, not not to say they don't like their their relatives, you know. I think it's, it's easier sometimes. It's, yeah, though, instead of going yeah, to family members. Sometimes member. people don't want to disclose their financial situations with you know their close family members. Well, not even that. Sometimes you feel like I can fire you. Mm -hmm. If I got to fire my cousin, it's going to be a different conversation. True. You know what I mean? And if yeah. I got a problem with you, like, hey, what's going on here? It's not going to feel as bad to when they're like, oh, come on, I can't, yeah. I can't lose the business right now. They don't like to miss. You know, they took my kids away and oh, it gets too <laughs> personal. You know what I mean? It's just like, hey, like, I don't, I don't care. Like, this is, you, you worry, I guess it's easier to disconnect it, right? Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, for me, it's, it's pretty much like connecting with people. Like, I, it's, I study psychology in college and so I've okay. always loved, like, people and it always like interests me to like have good conversations with people from different cultures and different countries and so um so for me coming into this i mean i never thought i would do insurance to be honest like i've you know ended up at this career briefing in 2012 december 2012. um they and tried I, to recruit me too they couldn't get me though <laughs> i went to the sure. i think yeah i think it was actually I'm 2012 sure. or really? 2013. I went to you the. You were doing great, actually. Yeah, well, that's what they said. They always say that. See, you're just trying to get your recruitment no, no, bonus. No, no, no. no, no I, I see what you're doing. No, no, I don't, I don't recruit. No, you no, get no, a bonus no. if I sign up, and you say you you. No. Yeah. I, no, this is not. Not all the insurance companies are like that. Like this, I've. I mean, people have asked me, like, if if somebody t comes to me and they'll ask me, like, what do you do? Um, you know, can I learn more about it? I always tell them, yes, I'm happy to connect you with managers and our trainers yeah i i if i was a manager then i would be recruiting because that would fall under my you know responsibilities but mm -hmm. i like my freedom and i like to you know travel and stay for a month or two if i want to with if i was a manager obviously i couldn't i couldn't do that um so yeah so i love i love the the freedom and independence that it gives me um but yeah, I think insurance, honestly, I think anyone who's who's successful at it, I think they're, they're, they're a people person, like they truly care for their clients and they truly um, care to, yeah, like maintain those relationships with, with people. Okay, so there's so, a couple of things, <laughs> a couple of things I want to go back to. One, I think the main one that stands out is psychology. Uh -huh. So why psychology and yeah where did that go or i don't you know i i don't know why psychology it's something that i've always like since i was little i always enjoyed watching like documentaries and or like unsolved mysteries and yeah like i would watch all i i always gravitated to things like that 
And, um, Mujer, casos de la vida real. I, I know, That's casos it. de la vida real. También. También. Um, yeah, and because it's, like, for me, like, I just always, I always like to watch things that are more, like, real life, not, not so much into, like, you know, I don't watch reality TV shows or whatever they're called. Um, but I've, I've always enjoyed just really learning about people and and how they think or why they do what they do and yeah I've, I've always liked it and i always kept a journal when i was little and um when i was going to college do you still keep a journal i do okay i do yeah yeah tons of them or you know i used to keep them all and collect them but it was just too many so then i would just burn them like after like I it's finished. good to go back and read them though yeah but i'll keep like three years and then i won't keep more than that because oh. then it's just, you know, I'm not, I don't like to like have a, collect yeah, a lot of things yeah. or keep a lot of things. So I'll keep three and sometimes I do go back, but I actually find myself going back more like, let's say last year, like um, last yeah. year or earlier this year, not so much on like four years ago. I feel like I have to, it is something good that to write and journal. And I feel like for me, whenever I've journaled, it's when I'm like, not doing well then i'm like oh i need to like get this out i need to like paper. write and stuff and and then i'll like get better and then i won't do it you know it won't be as consistent even though it yeah. helps me you know like just to write stuff down and get it out um flush yeah. it out but then you go back like you know maybe six months from now i was like man i remember that day i felt like mm -hmm. it was the end of the world you know what i mean like right. you know like that day was so stressful and here i am six months later yeah I think, you know it, i think it's i mean it's great that you've done that because now you know like how much it helps to just put your thoughts on paper yeah and it's so different than typing it when you're actually like writing it down as you know like you just yeah think typing more. is not the same for yeah sure. yeah so maybe you can do it more often every day uh, i don't know about every day <laughs> quite yet but i think uh what i have noticed has helped me a lot a lot is meditation you know yeah meditation and and i think i literally i had to use any apps uh, I use uh, um, Insight, Insight Timer. Yeah. I use just a free version. I, it's not much. Like at first, I was just doing like time. It was just a timer. Yeah. And then it would just have like a. a I'll share like one a, with you. You could set up different gongs and stuff like that, like yeah. throughout the time and stuff. But um, I had something about about the me meditation because I feel like uh, a lot of people. It's so good for you. It's 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 so good for you. Just to pause, and I actually learned from a client, one of my clients, um, who studied astrology for over thirty years. He actually taught me how to meditate. Oh really? Um, yeah. Um, he like it was two thousand fifteen, pretty much. I had tried it before, like years before, and I could never reach that point, but. When I started meditating with him, even if it was five minutes, like I, I felt like something that I just hadn't felt before. Yeah. So, and he had so much energy that within a minute I would be there. Like he would take well, me there. I, I mean, what kind of meditation is um, it or what? Cause there's so, so many different practices, yeah. right? There's guided meditations, there's Vipassana, there's, you know, there's, yeah. so I think I think that like for me it's just more like what works for you right mm -hmm. instead of like trying it and because i had i read this book that said how to meditate like a buddhist mm -hmm. and it's written like by this white lady and she like i think she's yeah she's like basically says um and i'll share it just so people can see it or whatever but 
it basically says like she's telling you i don't know like i'm not a buddhist i'm, I'm well i'm not this like big man but this is how i so i think it made me feel better in the sense of like i didn't know what the fuck i was talking about this is what i've learned and this is how i've gotten here so i'm not yeah. someone that's coming at you like i'm completely enlightened and Monkins. you know yeah exactly so it's like okay so, okay a normal person telling yeah. me that like hey i thought this was bullshit and i gave it a chance and you know yeah and then i mean i think it's different for everyone and like you said like what works for you might not work for me and i mean it's it's pretty much like pausing right and 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 like not entertaining your emotions or thoughts and just like being quiet and that's well see different. the one that i do like want for one of them uh vipassana was just like um it's the buddhist kind of um i don't know it's this whole i don't know the whole background of it but basically it tells you like it's not about clearing your mind it's about understanding that there are thoughts there and yeah and, and kind of like going through them and, and letting them you know and like even in the book it says like because i'm one one to like be very hard on myself right yeah. so then if i'm trying to relax or if I, oh i'm feeling good and then like i think about oh fuck my ex comes into my head or something like something like no like why why not now like i'm trying to not Leave think me about, alone yeah right and so but then i then i'm hard on myself right mm -hmm. then i'm in the sense of like oh i shouldn't have thought about that like oh my god like i suck it i suck at meditation and i suck you, at it it's a slippery slope yeah. right you just start shitting on yourself so there was this quote that i saw that i really liked that said uh meditation takes us from survival to creation from separation to connection, from imbalance to balance, from emergency mode to growth and repair mode, and from limiting emotions, fear, anger, and sadness to the expansive emotions of joy, freedom, and love. So, love and, and the caption under it was like, it's not about being this fucking enlightened person. It's not, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Cause it could, it could be completely different for me and you, like mm -hmm. not just how we meditate, but what that outcome is, right? Like yeah. what we want from it. like. I just want to relax and somebody's like, Hey, I want to be able to let go of, of X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And so it's just to, to get you to slow down a little bit too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it helps you really be in control, I think, and, and calm. And I think it helps out. me give up control. Like that's, that's a you good know? point. For yeah. me, it helps me like, well, I, for I, it helps I me meant, be at peace with not having control. Yeah. With the things that are out of your control. I, I feel like if, if something is, is out of my control, yeah, <laughs> you know? it's like you, you give that control away, but with yourself, it's like, okay, like, you know, I have no control over this external like factors, circumstances. So I'm just going to be at peace with that. And then with yourself, just being controlled, I feel like your emotions and, and control doesn't have to be something like negative, but just like you're, you're good. Yeah. You know? Well, and again, I mean, the, the podcast is called weirdos only, right? Because I think people even listening to this are going to be like, Oh, you guys are so weird. Yeah. You know, like, like, like my mom would say I was weird because I did yoga and I, 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 held, I was, I was forced into yoga. Like I was um, literally forced into yoga because when I went to the totally summer intensive program, yeah. like a master's program. And now thinking back on it, it was, there was every day we had to do yoga, like before class. That's amazing. Every, every morning. And I was like, what the hell? Why? Like, why can't I just go to the gym or whatever? <laughs> but then I figured it out because one of the, the yoga teacher was one of the teacher's wives. Mm -hmm. And I feel like 
since we're all there and everybody was intensive. So everybody, the teachers live there, we live there, everything. Yeah. And I was like, he just wanted to get his wife a job. And I was like, oh, we should make everyone do yoga <laughs> in the morning, you know? But it was good. It like helped? I said, I was forced into it. You know, it was good. It's a good way. It's just great. start the day. I mean, regardless if it's yoga, but like any exercise or activity, like any physical activity you, you can do to yeah. start the day is definitely going to be a better day. Just not even okay. like, not even like, a, oh, you're going to have a way better day. No, like physiologically mm -hmm. and like mentally that there's facts that say like, hey, yeah. you're, you're, you're burning more fat throughout the day. You're, you're going to be less hungry. You're going to be, you know, you're going to be yeah, more focused. Um, so that's kind of the things that I like on how I can like, like hack myself, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like I really mean, if you, health hack or yeah, and 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 not sure, and it's not necessarily I feel like being less hungry for me, but being more intentional about eating healthier throughout the day because I I would feel like okay, well I worked out today, so I then you're gonna want to like eat healthier <laughs> because you don't want to mess up your workout or just be more intentional about you know, your health, like it keeps you focused. And so I, I love morning workouts. I've, um, I, I prefer that. I prefer to start my day that way. Um, I'm but, just very like, I'm very practical. So yeah. I didn't one, I'm and I'm also not a morning person. So morning workouts are always trouble for me, but like at night it was easier for me. And I still go at night to the gym and stuff. Yeah. It's just easier for me. Cause I'm like, less people are here. Like in so? the middle of the day, like so something, if I go right after work, like yesterday I went right after work, but since it was Friday, it was a little bit easier because yeah, not as many true. people are there, people you know? Hour. Yeah, there are, you know, so I, I was like, I can go right after work, you know? Yeah. But for me, I like to, I, I guess I'm, I'm getting, I, and actually I never did that before, ever. Like a, I never hung around the gym. There's people that yeah. go and they, it's their whole persona. If they have friends, they do classes. They, do, I, and then not, nothing against that. But yeah. I, I'm very like I, I fucking have a podcast, a job. I got other, like I, yeah. I got a ton of shit, and I like to try to do it all. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm the type of person that I try to make time right for for things. I'm not. I and I understand one thing that I've had to understand is also that sometimes for me to say, well, I do all this shit. Why are you, why can't you do all this stuff? And I'm like, well, everybody has different capacities. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyways, Priorities. my yeah. point is like having just the ability to get in and get out. There's yeah. like guys there, they're kicking it in the fucking parking lot. I'm like, dude, go home. There's no parking. You're like hanging out here. Like it's busy right now. Like, just you know, yeah, yeah. Or they're just hanging out, broing out. Like, oh, where'd you get those Adidas, bro? Yeah. Oh, go yeah. home. You have to do what works for you. I mean, if, if for some people it works best in the morning if it works for some people like in the evenings or i just know there's schedules. literal like physiological like i said benefits to doing it in the morning yeah. so i've always now i'm like trying to at least like sometimes if i'm real like well, if i'm really really lazy i'm not going but if i'm like kind of like ah like let me get like an extra 20 minutes and i'll just go and do some cardio yeah so i won't work out like but at least i went and did some cardio or yeah. at least i got moving in the morning yeah it's also helped my sleep because i used to have terrible sleep um but that's because i've learned about like yeah you want to expose your body to sunlight early yeah so it kind of gets used to like okay i'm up sun light you know yeah so so yeah that's one thing i've been kind of you know, working on and getting better at. Yeah. But nice. Good. Yeah. And even when you don't feel like it, like sometimes, I mean, I definitely don't always feel like oh, it. Those are the best days. 
yeah i just go i don't think about it i'm like mara stop thinking about it just go so i don't i don't pay attention like to my mind i don't entertain those thoughts i'm like okay i'm just gonna get up and go <laughs> here's the thing though because for me i like i always feel like i have to be productive right and one thing that I, another thing that i've been working on is to not be productive like and not be hard on myself rest. it's just like i don't, don't like, i'm not gonna do to anything rest. today you mm -hmm. know like because it's always like even like today it's fucking saturday you know yeah. and, and i'm nice like well you know what i could, I could record a podcast yeah. i could do this i can move, move, the, move the fucking couch or whatever you know i'm like no why don't you just do nothing you know and i'm like i feel so guilty because mm -hmm. like for latinos i feel like the biggest compliment right is always being trabajadora or yeah. you know what i mean and you're like oh hell yeah, yeah. like you know that's me you know but then if you're not you feel guilty right you're like, well, I, rest. my yeah. bills are paid i'm fine like i don't need to yeah. you know what i mean so and your body needs it i mean yeah I, we need to pay attention to to our bodies sometimes and i feel like when you rest you like i don't know i get so many ideas and i feel more creative when i allow myself that rest i used to like a long time ago feel guilty if i you know took some time off now like i've i've learned to like not feel that way because it's like okay when i'm working i'm working and i'm allowed to you know hang out with my friends and rest and not feel guilty about that yeah like a, a client called me earlier today i took her call with no problem because i'm like it's fine like yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's something that more people, like you said, especially in our in our culture, like we have to work at at that, at allowing ourselves to rest and enjoy some time off, whether it's a Sunday or Saturday or Wednesday, but to listen to our bodies when it's telling us to rest. I, I think. I mean, for me, I also put a lot of people before me. Mm -hmm. you know yeah so then like i guess and they'll I'll kind of bring this around to the traveling so that's why traveling to me yeah, has also been recently, just, right? yeah i was in i was in mexico for a month that's you know awesome. but that's why it was like yeah. it felt <laughs> it feels good to to kind of let go too right to be like look yeah i'm not there like you know yeah. what i mean and like it feels it it's like a because when you're in the position of like you were there for others, sometimes you feel like, oh man, they don't need me, or or like, oh, they don't care that I'm gone, like kind of situation. But it's like, man, like no, life still goes on. You can see it in a good way, you see it in a bad way, right? Like if I was gone right now, like everybody in my life would, Should I'm, I'm sure life. they'd be distraught. Everybody would be crying. <laughs> There'd be a parade. But I'm just saying, they'd have to find a way, right? Like yeah, life goes life on. goes on regardless, you know. And it, yeah. it, like I said, I lost my dad. Um, but life goes on you know mm -hmm. and in his honor whatever it may be but mm -hmm. you know life continues and to. so you have to you have like you have to find a way regardless like i mean you know my mom lived in the apartment with him and literally like two weeks after we had to move we had to get out it's like everything that we knew for so long it's like all right mm -hmm. it has to it has to change right so yeah kind of like not holding on to those things as well right mm -hmm. it helps you because then you're just like this could all just yeah and any moment so that's kind of why to grow it forces you to grow and, and, and adapt and i think sometimes you know more than like some people i feel like learn the concept like you're never ready to lose a loved one but some of us learn the concept of debt like at a younger age and learn to accept it and some people like later on in life and i've had i mean i lost my dad too when i was okay. four Sorry. 
like almost five and um and i remember like some people like would ask me like family members like oh like would you would have prefer like your dad like you know que se fuera you know cuando estabas chiquita o tal vez o cuando estabas like grande tal vez era, they would say this to me well one, i'm thinking about one aunt in particular she said you know maybe it was easier for you to lose him when you were younger because you don't remember right and i mean that's not i i don't fear i don't feel like that was a fair question but i think like one you're never ready to lose a loved one especially a parent well and you're not gonna you say know? like well no right now it's good yeah, you can go exactly. <laughs> and two it's like i i would have I mean, I don't even know how to answer that question, but three, it's like, you know, it actually taught me at a very young age to appreciate life. And maybe that's why I live my life the way I do, because I always told myself, well, if I can lose my dad, who was like the most important man in my life, I can lose anyone. And it just made me that, like, I guess that much stronger to like, you know, when it, when it came to a breakup, for example, and I would like be really sad and I thought, you know, I lost my dad. Like, I can like, who is this guy? O sea, ¿qué le hace? No pasa nada. Like, okay, next. But, you know? Okay, but so, then there's also an extreme to that, though, right? Well, yes, but I'm saying that's just one part of it. I'm just saying the funny part. But in another yeah. way, it also wakes you up and makes you more aware that, you know, my dad, he was young and healthy and very active. Like, he would run and like every morning, you know, and so it, it, it made me realize like it doesn't matter if you're young and healthy like death does not discriminate you know yeah. so you need to live your life and one two you just i accepted that concept like growing up it's like i i understood that hey you know we can all go like at any time like we never know like how long we have to live and you can be an amazing person like and go so i always had that in mind and and i don't know maybe that's why i just um I feel free and I feel like I love people and I care about like people and it's just it it you know life's too short like like really like life is too short I think my dad was 25 when he passed away 25 he was young. Oh yeah my, God. my mom and my dad like they married young and and um and so they had you know three girls on the second one You're the second one okay. yeah and um he was a police officer and he passed away in a car accident so it and just like that you know yeah and so i that just always like i think just growing up i always had that in mind like okay one can be a very good person like healthy young it doesn't matter like when it's your time it's your time so i think it makes me really like appreciative of life and just really like be present and well and i know, think I think sometimes people can do the opposite of that too, right? Where you're like, well, life's short. I'm just going to fucking live it up. Like in the sense of like, well, why do I need to be you know, like, he was healthy. He was, and he's still that or whatever. You know what I mean? And they're like, I'm just going to eat like shit. And I'm like, but there's also quality of life. Well, that's immaturity. You know I mean? you know? Well, not really. Cause they're just I mean, like, if you like, think like that, oh, pues me voy a morir en todos modos. So I'm just going to eat hot Cheetos all day and ice cream. Like, I mean, that's, that's like, being irresponsible and immature, I feel. Uh, I don't know. I mean, una vez, una, I always una tell people. I always tell people I'm like, sorry. if I like, say like, if I became like, if I won the lotto or if I became a billionaire, uh -huh. I was like, you, you know, I would like, like, say if I'm like fifty three or whatever. Yeah. 
I would go through that fucking money like night. Everybody's like, wait, you should invest it in. I know you're gonna say you you know get no. some life insurance. Or, <laughs> I'll get some life insurance. That's fine. I'll get some. But I'm saying I want to go through it. Like yeah. you know, like at least seventy five percent of it. Like what would you do? Everything like, like, like okay, let, I want to fly a plane. Everything like I got the money. Why not? I'm so like, hey Bezos, let me get the seat next to you. We'll go up to space. Fuck it. <laughs> like crazy. I feel like I would, and like I I don't know. I would leave a, like a couple million to my kids or whatever. But yeah. I want to because they'd be like, man, kids. like no, I don't have kids. I'm saying I'd be fifty three. I'm I'm fifty three year old billionaire. Come on, follow along. So I'm billionaire, and and I would just. I feel like I would want to blow through it and then someone would be like, oh, you're such an idiot. Like, it's like, yes, but I'm also the idiot who blew through $2 billion and I had $2 billion worth of fun. <laughs> like I did shit you would, couldn't even never imagine. I Instead think of just sitting on this fucking money. I guess that's how I see it. Wait, I feel like this is, I feel like this is a setup, so. <laughs> no, no, no. How do you know? I'm 32. So I think the 32-year-old Ed thinks this way but the 53 year old oh he's gonna not, be worse he's gonna be worse think this way would not say i'm gonna blow all my money like fuck yeah sand. why not i feel like you get the older you get the less you care right you know, like like yes you, you, no. you care more about like like this like i said like experiences and doing things like yeah. this money sitting in the in the bank isn't gonna make a big oh, no. difference i mean yes no. like i said I could set up, I could buy houses and hey, you guys all have a house, you all good to go, get a job. Like, a you know too. what I mean? Like get a job. Like well, I have a house too. Well, if you start behaving because <laughs> with this attitude, you're not supporting me. You're not supporting my lifestyle. I'm not supporting your fifty three year old decision that's Yeah, when I'm a billionaire, you know. I don't know. It just it sounds fun to me. I don't know. I um I had a <laughs> I had a friend who got I was telling him when, I, when I'm old, she got mad because she thought I was talking about her grandparents, but I wasn't. But because what I said was, when I'm old, I'm going to tell all kinds of lies. It was <laughs> as a joke, you know? She's like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, like like my, you know, whatever, grandchildren, my nephews, like, Stories. I'm going to tell them shit like, yeah, you know, I worked on the vaccine That's for COVID. Like, and then leave it up to them to find out if I'm bullshitting or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, grandpa's a fucking liar. I'll be like, ah! You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, who cares? They weren't there. You know what I mean? Like, they figure it out. I went to the moon. And the ones that don't, yeah, the ones who don't, who don't figure it out, they're gonna tell their, you know, friends like, "Oh, my grandpa fucking shot Bin Laden." They're like, "Yeah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> that's right." <laughs> you know, like, who cares? I was there. Yeah, I, was, I, I was wasn't the, the main guy. I was there, though. I was there. I was the one who didn't strategize everything. Yeah, I was in the car. <laughs> Oh my, dear. My shoelace was undone and then they shot another guy who got tying my shoe. I don't know. I just think it's, it's funny to me and other people just did, they just didn't find it amusing and I was like, well. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, be a liar. I mean, I'm, I'm not, not be a liar. Like, I'll, yeah, that's the thing is because they heard liar and I'm like, I'm not talking about like, I'm going to lie to them like in that way. I I'm just going to like make shit up and like tell stories. It's about how you interpret things. See, I'm interpreting this as like, you know how when you read your grandkids and your kids' stories, yeah, it's like not real, right? So it's like yeah, like Santa Claus is yeah. fucking bullshit. And then, if you're you know, reading your grandkids' a story, then you're just like telling them a story, you know, that you went. Yeah, and you get to... and you bring them in. I had a I had a teacher who who did this. It was actually a philosophy teacher, and he was talking about how how he was a Rockefeller, you know, mm -hmm. and he was like a you know, but he didn't he didn't disclose this. You know, to a girl he was dating, and we're gonna get married, and 
somehow she found out. Was that, this a you know, real story? Or he was just this is this this is, fake, where, this this is where it's going this is where it's going it's it's the fact that you know um he would tell these stories and i'd be the same wait is he like is he saying about a girl that he dated like or is this just like a you know like a, a pair no like a like a like a paradigm like a you know something that he's telling us so we could be like oh well you know she found out about the money and she's like oh well you know he's a rockefeller blah blah I hated that <laughs> class, but, and it, it wasn't, it was like things like that, philosophy. but yeah. I actually love my philosophy class. Well, I didn't like that one. Cause it was just him fucking like talking. And then you literally had to write an essay based on what he said. And there was no, like, there wasn't a lot of like, oh, well digest what he's saying. No, it was like, write an, take what he's saying and write an essay about it. I took and my then philosophy it was, it class was in London and by a Canadian professor. And I mean, I would go to class cause he was very good looking. But I mean, but he was also really good. That's why I don't want to become a professor because <laughs> then really everyone's good. just gonna go. No, I want to be here to learn, not just stare at me. Well, of you course, freaks. I mean, he was great at what he did. He, we could have been terrible, sounds like, and it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> no, but he was actually a great professor. Um, but yeah, that was that was a great class. I love my philosophy class. Actually, I liked where'd all my you go, classes. Where did you go to school? Did you? I, I went to London. So I, well, went to, I went to Regents, um, yeah, it's called Regents uh, American College. And it's a, it's a university in London, um, in central London, in Regents Park. And you did your whole... Yeah. So it's, um, so there, that school, like, focused, um, they were known for psychology and, and their business. Um, and how did you programs. end up going there, deciding to go there? I just wanted to go like you mean to london or to that school both i guess because i um, mean it one it's more expensive even out yeah. of state right to go to another school mm -hmm. and so what drove you to um i don't know i think i guess i've always been the black sheep in my family <laughs> and i just uh i just wanted to go far and i remember actually um auditioning for this school here in there's one in LA and New York because I wanted to be an actress. Okay. That was one of the See? things that I wanted to be. See? Well, I well, wanted to be for, a lot of things. For undergrad? You were, uh, for, for no, well, grad. I've applied to schools and I applied and that was also something that was in my mind. Mm. So I just did it for fun, honestly. I didn't think I was a great actress. But I got... Well, you I, become. Right. You know, yeah. yeah. But I actually got the letter from London before I got the letter from the school in Hollywood that I auditioned for and um and London just sounded more exciting and I just I just wanted to go and I remember my mom telling me like you want to go far why don't you go to New York <laughs> like New York is far yeah and I just thought like I just want to no, go, I wanna go farther <laughs> she's like that's another continent I'm like yeah I just want to go and um I just had it I don't know I just had it in me I don't have one specific reason I just wanted to go and um and honestly, the, I, so I started at a different school in London. And then um, the first day that I was there, it just felt like I adapted very quickly. Like I just loved it. I, I loved everything about it. Like I loved that everyone looked different, that everyone spoke different, like a different language. So I like it. I think it just really made me feel like so sure about myself because everyone was different anyways 
So you could just really be yourself, like in a place. Or you feel like nobody knew you either. Well, that too. So you're just so being yourself. It doesn't necessarily even have to be well, yourself I or who you couldn't be at home. The reason, you know? I, well, the reason I say that is because I didn't go from the Coachella Valley to London. I I actually came to San Diego for a year. Mm. Then I went to London, and when I was here in San Diego, um, you know, I I felt a little I, and I never felt I never allowed or gave anyone the power to make me to you know for me to feel this way again. But I remember. Um, feeling a little, you know, discriminated once or twice. Um, and so because of my accent or, yeah, like how I was, you know, different, I was mostly in class, you know, with Americans, like, um, you know, white Americans, Asians. And I remember one time I was in a speech class and out of all classes, a speech class here in San Diego. And um, the professor asked everyone to, inter- you know, to say your name, to stand up and say your name and say where you're coming from. So I stood up and I know I said, my name, my name is Mara. And the first thing she said, she, and she said, so you expect me to roll, to roll my tongue. And that was like a very bitchy thing to say, you know, I, I mean, I feel like bad. That so I you expect me to say your name correctly? Like, the exa- nerve. Like, yeah. I mean, now I would have said something like now the new Mara would have said something back. But at that time I just stood quiet and I'm like, no, but in my mind, I thought, you asked me to pronounce my name. That's how you pronounce my name, Mara. If you don't know how to roll your tongue, that's not my problem. Like you can call me. So I just said, no, you can like Mara is fine. Like I've, you know, I went to, like I've been going to school in California. I'm used to Mara, Mara, yeah. Mara. If whatever. you could say Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Roethlisberger, you know what I mean? Fucking so, Rabin Thewson. So that's what I mean. Like in this, like I felt here a couple of times that I, not that I didn't fit in, but that, I just a little discrimination here and there. So when I went to London, everybody was like, where are you from? And I thought they were asking because of the way I look, right? I'm like, oh, Mexican. And everybody's first response was always like, oh my God, Mexico, I love Mexico. Or have you been to Cancun? Or like, oh wow. Like, it was like, I was like so exotic in London because it was like, there's not a lot of Mexicans Wait, but is, there. Is, is that another thing that like, you know, I mean, well, people and, just, and be honest, did you well, feel great good about like, hey, I I'm a Mexican. So I'm yeah, the, I know? feel so great. Not only that, but, but you didn't feel like a caricature either. Right. Like, oh, the Mexican. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Is this spicy? <laughs> this is so spicy. Where's your sombrero? Yeah. <laughs> No, but I think because also like, I, I mean, I was like that about everyone too. Cause I mean, I was it, like in most of my classes, it was, I guess because I was a psychology major, it was mostly girls. So in a way it felt like I was at an all girls school. And also there was people from different countries that I didn't even like, that I hadn't even heard about before. So we were not only learning about psychology, but we were learning about each other's cultures, right? Because the class discussions, it's like, Mara, how do you mourn in Mexico? You know, how do you mourn in Russia? Like, how are funerals here? Like, so you learn about other cultures. And to me, that was just... But it unifies it, was, it right? Yeah. Because then you're like... Yeah, I mean, it just... It, and so that's what I mean when I felt so Because then you so have your myself. social norms and all this stuff, and then you have your actual, like, okay, this is what's going on in the brain. Like, yeah. You know? And, and so it was, it was just, I think, more than anything for that reason... It was an amazing experience and I would recommend like ev- everyone who could like to just go abroad, not just like to travel, but to like live a few months because it obviously like forced me to 
like see outside of my world, you know, and, and just learn about other cultures and learn about other religions, learn about other people. And in essence, honestly, we are all the same. That's, yeah. you know, we all cared about the We're same We're all things. weirdos. That's yes, a, exactly. A... <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all want to like, you know, do our best. Like we all want, we all love our families. We all cry. We all like, it doesn't matter what religion you are. Like, so it just really opened my eyes to the rest of the world and not see people like, you know, like by color or race, or like, or religion, but just as people. So, yeah, it was. I it think was I, I agree, but I also like the other side of it, right? Like, I don't want you. I also don't want to be treated like I'm not Mexican. I am very fucking Mexican. Yeah, I like, was you know treated I mean? like I mean. Yeah, like no, well, I, I didn't say I wasn't treated. No, but uh, what I'm saying is like some people like try to be like, oh, everything's like no, we are different. That's yeah, the yeah, good yeah. thing about yeah, us yeah. is that you're from here, from there. But I also don't, oh, you know, don't want to be because I have a friend and she's she's I don't know if she's gay, but she's she gets she's sensitive what? sometimes. And she's white, where mm -hmm. she like and and she'll ask me like, what does this mean? And I'm like, look, I get it, I'm Mexican. This is a very simple word that you could just Google. Like, don't hit me up for, to answer. Like, what does this mean in Spanish? Uh, or, you know, okay. like, just Google that. Like, you know but what I mean? Is it like, slang, maybe? No, sometimes it's like a simple word. And I'm like, it means Google Translate. That's what it means. Like, uh, don't, you know what I mean? Like, like if it's like something specific, they're like, oh, I'm like, okay, If it's then. slang, I get it. If it's slang, it's like, you know, okay, yes, I'll tell you. What's a la verga? Um, Oh, yeah, I, can't explain I mean, that. I don't think Google's gonna is gonna have the right answer for that. And some yeah. bad words you can't translate. <laughs> no, it's hard. It's definitely hard. But um, no, of of course I felt very Mexican. But that's what I'm saying. Like I, I just, you know, it. I'm I'm myself. I'm myself a hundred percent. And you just, I just felt like more, I guess, accepted. And and people, everybody had an accent, so people were not like, you know, like giving you looks like like sometimes i felt like i got here yeah. now i could give zero f's about that oh you can or, cuss you can cuss yeah that's my way of cussing i don't know if uh, you know i'll say I, chetos, chetos. <laughs> no i'll uh, say fn or zero f's like that's just the way i express myself it's but. still you're making me say it in my head that's not fucking fair <laughs> <laughs> that is <effing> fair <laughs> no but i mean now honestly like i could give zero f's it's like i am who i am and if somebody doesn't like whatever i'm like yeah me que que also way okay so, so let's what? go let's go back though <laughs> let's go back because you said you were the black sheep in my family yeah oh yeah and well so, i mean i don't think that's a bad thing i think that's a weird cool thing like yeah i am the black sheep and i own it even my oh. sisters will tell you. <laughs> okay. But you said you wanted to leave because you're the black sheep. So no, no, not because of any... that. No, 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 no. I just said I, that was part of like. Well, what makes you the, like, here's I the thing. I feel like a lot of sheep. people try to, try to be, <coughs> like, I'm not saying you are, but a lot of people try to say like, oh, well, my family, everybody, they do this and they do that. No, and I, I don't. And it's like, well, why can't you do something and not like, you don't have to intentionally be like, no, no, no. not I'll that. I'll do whatever my family know? says, like, as an example. My sister, my little sister, Michelle, um, God bless her. <laughs> uh -oh, she, she is celebrating. She's like planning this huge birthday party for my nephew, who's going to be one in October. Oh, Mexican one-year-old party. Exactly. Oh. Banda Norteño. Let's go to Costco, get alcohol. <laughs> en Mexicali, ya no eras cuenta. Oh, mucho calor. Exacto. Bueno, en octubre no, pero se fiestón, que no hay curfew. 
so then she she sent we have a group chat right like my family my sisters my mom we have this group chat and every morning it's like buenos días mis amores blah 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 esto lo otro mi hermana es una camisa um, she wants all of us to wear it and my first my first response was like do I have to wear that like I think mom and daddy should wear it <laughs> and baby, yeah. mommy and daddy and, and baby shark should wear it but like is not? it a baby shark shirt is that what it is? <laughs> no 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 oh, okay. but it's like do I have to wear it and then <laughs> she has like the most attitude of us all and so she says uh, well you don't have to wear it I, the tias I, she said I was hoping that the tias would wear it but if you don't want to you don't have to I know that sounds like you to. don't want to I mean, but I said, I said, you know, I can't wait to wear it, sister. I cannot wait to wear it. I'm so excited to wear it. I'll wear the, I'll wear the shirt. Who cares? <laughs> Do I want to? No. no. Am I going to wear it? Sure. Who cares? Well, let's hope she so, listens. So that's what I'm saying about it, an example of being the black sheep, because my other two sisters, of course, they were like, okay, I'm, I'm this size, you know, like they were quick to be like, yes. Like well, you already thing. said yes, so but no, but this is the bell. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna wear I'm it. So no I, pity, yeah, but uh, I, I'll be the one to. I just want you to know, I don't want to, but I'm going to. Okay. I'll do it for yeah. you. Yeah. So, no, I yeah. said I'll, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Yes, sure. No, um, I don't. I I think when I say black sheep, I just think, and I don't really know what that means exactly, but I just know, for example, like my. I'll be the, since I was little, I was always the one who would speak up. Now, I think we all do because we're adults and we, we yeah. all speak up. But when we were little and teenagers, I was always the one getting in trouble because I would speak up. Even if my sister would say something to me, let's say about my mom. And I'd be like, well, tell her. And she'd be like, no, se va a enojar. And I'm like, okay, no voy a decir. She'd be like, no, 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 Like, who cares? What is it? <laughs> so little things like that. Like I was just always the one who like just I was not afraid to like speak. You, but did you feel the need to speak up for people? Um, because a lot sometimes for, it's for my like... sisters, yes. Definitely okay. for my sisters. And I'm uncomfortable like even for some for some people to like if I, I don't like to see like let's say people being mean to somebody else. So if I'm in a situation where let's say I'm I'm at a you know, getting my hair cut and, and you give somebody else attitude. I'm going to feel the need to say something. And I say that because I've been in that situation before where I just couldn't stay quiet because I felt like, you know, in situations like that, I just well, I, can't. I think it's just. I know. I, I know because. I'm sure you're I, the same. I feel like, no, well, that well, I'm, well, what I'm going to say is, is actually I used to be mm -hmm. and I've gotten better minding my business because a lot sometimes yes, sometimes I, it's good to like you know what I should not get involved because no. sometimes you get involved in something and you don't know the whole picture right well, you and you're just smart about you know, it and too. Some, I mean, of course like, you know, I muchas cosas que si las dejo en paz and I mind my own business I actually mind my own business a lot um, the situation that I'm that I was thinking about when I say speak up it's mostly like between like my sisters, like our family, right? Like our family unit yeah. where I know exactly what's going on and it's like, okay, let's let's talk here, let's talk there. Uh, of course with that, um I'll do it a hundred percent. With yeah. other people, with strangers, like of course not, but there's been there was a situation, for example, I was getting my pedicure, my manicure. Okay. And in that I actually don't have a manicure right now. <laughs> and um and then there's this girl who does also the manicures and she also cuts hair. And I was 
there the whole time where her client came in, a man, and she was cutting his hair. And I guess she cut a little bit too much where, you know, I'm like there again, getting my pedicure, my manicure. And then suddenly he gets up and he's like, oh, no, no. He starts like being upset, right? And she, this like girl, she was like, you can tell that she was like, Guess, yes and and she was just and and he's like ah oh, darn and he just kept saying that and she's like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry it's like now what am i gonna do like he just kept going on and on and on and i observed like let's say the owner who's a male like it's a husband and wife who own the shop here in claremont mesa um, maybe i shouldn't have said that but anyhow <laughs> so at the corner of uh <laughs> oh, at the yeah. corner of <laughs> The corner of Claymore Mesa, Balboa. Convoy. Yes. <laughs> but that's all I can say. Sorry, Claire. <laughs> no, so so I see the man like um just watching and saying nothing. And I was hoping because you know this this big like man who was getting a Who's haircut. the owner? No, but You're the saying one the who, owner was there and he wouldn't say anything? Yeah, exactly. And the one who was getting the guy who was getting his haircut, it was like this tall, like you know, big man, and mm -hmm. the, and you're like, I can take hair. it. No, <laughs> well, with my words, maybe. But um, the girl who was cutting his hair, you know, is this like small, like Vietnamese girl, and, and she was like, she kept apologizing, and he just kept going on and on and on, and the guy, the owner, was just quiet. Everybody else was quiet, like they didn't know what to say, they didn't know what to do. So I finally said something. I finally, and I was obviously going back and forth in my mind, and so I finally said, I said excuse me i'm sorry but she already apologized and there's nothing else like she could do about it she already says she's sorry i don't think that's necessary because then he started like cussing and like you know like going back and forth and just being real. so i said you know i'm sorry like she already apologized there's nothing else that she can do i don't i don't think that's necessary sir then, it's gonna grow back <laughs> exactly right and so then he just like stopped and he's like he's like yeah you're right and then he like apologized to her and then she like looked at me and she's like, like and then like he she obviously said like, you don't have to pay for this you know he walked away mm -hmm. and that was it was it comfortable for me to do that no it was very uncomfortable and i didn't know what would have happened like i mean i don't know this man but i'm just saying in those situations like, yeah i i just like, think it's i don't know i could have got shot i, I know <laughs> and that's exactly my point because um you know i have you know, I mean, as, as you know, a mutual friend in, in law enforcement that see a lot of crazy shit happen, right? And they come and they, you know, and I have, you know, I have a, you know, a, a friend or acquaintance, I guess now from high school that I used to be, you know, good friends with in high school, but his brother, and I'm not going to talk about the situation like I know everything that happened, mm -hmm. but apparently there was an altercation like in a drive-thru, you know? And some guy's giving them shit, you know? And they're like, hey, fuck you, blah, blah, you know what I mean? The guy follows him home and okay, fucking and runs runs him over and the guy and kills you know my that's friend's brother and it all from like some stupid altercation at like okay, well, calls junior yeah. so we're all just be like like yeah hey, you fucking this and that and you bitch and all right bro yeah i'm a bitch like and i'll just yeah. leave like well, yeah. I mean, you know what well, I, mean? I mean like yeah i mean we have to have the maturity like right to like i guess not diagnosed you're just gonna let them disrespect <laughs> you like that yep yeah. yep because I, mean, I have a lot more to lose like I have a lot somebody, more to lose yeah, than this guy. Yeah, if somebody you know? cuts me off in traffic, I'll be like, okay, sure. And they flip me off, okay, sure. Like I'm not gonna re react to that. That's different. 
I'm gonna okay. stop a little bit and say, wait, did I fuck up? I'm gonna like, pray did I for cut them. them off? No, but I have <laughs> at least to me, I'm like, wait, was that? Did I do? If I know that I didn't do something wrong, but I'll, I'll be like, wait, oh shit, what, did I have a red light? Or we're like, you know what I mean? Like, because sometimes you do fuck up. And I'm like, whoops, sorry. Yeah, exactly. You know? if, yeah, if I if it was my fault, then I'll be like, sorry, sorry. But if it wasn't, like, if somebody else, like, if you're in the fast lane going slow, I'm oh, no, you better. I yeah, I just, just move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean. If they don't move, then I move. I, I, I gave up, like, you know, you can't control the other car. But one time I was driving on the 805, and then um, I guess I was going slower than this guy was in a hurry. I wasn't going slower. He was just in a hurry. Yeah, and he, he was just going faster. <laughs> he was just going faster. <laughs> and he passed me, and then he flipped me off. Okay. And I was like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... He actually, I got scared because he showed me a bat and he was doing this in the car. He had a bat? Yes. Like and a real, like a whole ass bat or the little ones? Like a bat, like a, a, a huge baseball bat. Well, not a huge, I guess a regular one. And he just showed it to me and then he was following me for Maybe he wanted to play baseball. <laughs> He's like, follow me to the baseball field. Oh, it's like <laughs> I, <laughs> home run derby right now. <laughs> But see, like some, and it's like actually sad when it is sad because so somebody damage. has so much anger towards a fucking stranger. Yeah, you can't believe you disrespect. Like I don't fucking know you, dude. You know like, when you somebody's know? rushing, I'm like, maybe tiene chorro. Like, oh, I've been there. I've been there. Maybe he really needs to go to the restroom. So just let him, let him pass. It's okay. Oh yeah, no time moves fucking. Maybe he has an emergency. Slow, I yeah. I went happen. hiking recently and I was coming down and I was like, oh, I got this. I was like, I got, I got this. <laughs> okay, no, nope. I was to at the bottom and I was like, now. nope, nope, this is not. And I had to find the bathroom. I thought I was going to have to go in the wilderness. Oh, dear. That wouldn't have been pretty. <laughs> one of my friends. I don't want to hear always, the story. Anytime we go hiking. Well, actually, anytime he goes hiking, he says he always has to go. Like, and he'll go out in the bushes. I'm not going to mention his name. He's like his name mentioned, but I'm going to mention his name this time. <laughs> But I don't think the la I've gone hiking with him a few times and I got lucky he didn't he didn't poop. And the last time we went, it was like, no, he was like, your luck's over. And I was like, fuck. Oh, dear. I'm just sitting there like people walking by that already saw saw me earlier and him and like, wait, why are you alone now? I'm not going to go hiking you know? with you and your what? friends because now I know what I'm What do you mean? I'm a great lookout. I'm a great lookout. I'll bring white peas. Here you go. Do what you got to do. It's the what? wilderness. Where did we go before there was bathrooms? Well, that's yeah, you make a little hole. You make a little <laughs> hole, yeah. Okay, so you've traveled. Yeah. Let's let's start there. Let's talk about different bathrooms, let's right? Let's talk about life. Let's talk about life and pooping and life. No, but like, yeah, like, like as soon as I got to Italy, I was like, oh, shit. They have full doors in the bathroom. Yeah. You don't have a two-inch crack that people can just watch you I through. I know. I hate that. I'm always like here. like. And then they have like the step like flush it almost everywhere like that. read it like you know yeah, you a little bidet yeah. you wash your gooch out it's you're I, good I, you know that's that's actually one of the things that i miss i mean you can install it here in your restrooms actually but oh yeah i'm gonna get a bidet yeah i think that's great spray. i think it's great it saves you toilet paper too and you just feel better yeah it does <laughs> and then you don't get all you yeah. know what interesting restroom i went to i think the most interesting one was in singapore is what it was um, it the, the squat ones um, estaba en el suelo. Yes, yeah. It was in the floor. And it has like little. Um, Not like, all of them are like that. But it, had, it has like like kind of like lines, right, for your like your feet, like for like to kind of grip. Like, well, it was on the floor, and there was just a hole on the floor, so you just really have to like squat. And like, like literally squat. Yeah, right? yeah, like yeah. 
like all the way squat, yeah. not like just so, halfway but squat. But in a like way, it's like it. actually like very. They hygienic. say it's better hygienic. for you. Yeah, because you're not touching anything, right? It's just, it's hygienic. You don't. You're not. You're not like. And then I feel like squatting. throughout your life. <laughs> no, in general, I'm saying we're talking about this. No, no. Can we talk about something else? <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm gonna say is like because it, like my buddy when I was in Italy, I was like, dude, like this is not ADA compliant. I was like, this fucking <laughs> hill is so steep. We're like in this little town, you know, like fucking, I don't know, in Sarzana near Toscana. Like, Aww. and it's like, bro, these stairs, they're all different sizes. Like, what the fuck? Right. And he, and I'm like, if there's an old person that lives here, like they're not gonna be able to go up these stairs. He's like, well, you know, you live here your whole life. So you adjust, yes. right? Because you, you, you walk up these stairs all the time. Yeah. So you develop different muscles. Fit. So the same thing with like, well, I don't say they're more fit, but they're like into Maybe their in environment, Italy. you know, like to their environment, they, you know, but eventually yeah. they're going to get to the point to where like these stairs are hard now. Yeah. And that was my point. But yeah. my point to the pooping is like, if you're always <laughs> squatting, then your legs are going to have to be strong enough to be able to do that. Right. <laughs> like naturally you're going to, you know, <laughs> instead of these people that build these exotic, comfortable fucking toilets and oh, just, dear. you know, so. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that, I mean, I love traveling. I think, like I mentioned before, it just it it's, it teaches you a lot. Like things, yeah. you can read about it, you can hear I about think, it. You have to experience. I think it. more Americans need to get out of America 100%. because, yeah, like my I I'm I have been I, I don't like to say blessed because it feels eh, I don't know fortunate. How about fortunate? I've, yeah, I've been fortunate. I've been you know lucky to have uh, have. Uh, I don't like the uh, word lucky. I think you know, fortunate. It's a, it's the same. <laughs> hey siri what is that <laughs> no alexa. i mean yes fortunate um no actually uh, alexa, actually google is my shit you know google i like google she is better it feels like it's not listening as much as alexa she's always listening but anyways i have been very fortunate to have a, a good friend who from from since high school who was from italy like literally from mm -hmm. italy grew up in italy where'd you go so to high he, school I went to high school here in San Diego, so that's why, but yeah. he was a foreign exchange student, mm -hmm. but I've had a relationship with him since, since high school. So at this point over, fuck, I don't know, 14 years, you know, um, over that, like, yeah, 14, over 14 years. So yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it gave me perspective, right? It gave me, yeah, it gave me an understanding that like, there's a, there's another one, there's another view of, of the United States. And also there's other places that are, great to fucking live in that have we're not we're not we didn't even come up with democracy it wasn't even our idea like there's other places that are that are great to live yeah. in you know and there's and obviously there's drawbacks to everything right everywhere you go and so but it, it's good to see a different perspective right because we're like they don't know what the fuck they're telling everyone gets so worked up right and yeah. these and, and a lot of us are so much the same i will say this though and correct me if you think i'm wrong but like you said, in London, there are a lot of people, like a lot of different. Nobody's from London. In London, nobody's yeah, from it, London. Yeah, it's a very, like, you know, it's, it's like Everybody's a. Everybody's from everywhere but London. Yeah. But outside of London and Great Britain, See, there's a lot of very yeah, fucking, like, English, British, like in yeah. Wales and shit. Like, yeah. people are from Wales. Like, it's mm -hmm. fucking Wales. See, you know? It's called Texas. You like digs? <laughs> you like, so there's gypsies and all that. But what, my point is especially like in 60 somewhere like san diego 
or, or you know what I mean? Like you see black people, you see Filipinos, you see Vietnamese, you see, you know it's what I mean? Diverse. But you go to like, like when I was in Italy, like in Milan, most of the time you just saw fucking Italians. Like you did, there was, you weren't or a Peruvian working at the, at the restaurants, but you, you know, and a, a few, you know, African well, people, but you don't see that much is what I'm saying. And then like a lot of people say like, you go to Japan, you mostly see Japanese people. You're not seeing Mexicans. You're not seeing Brazilians, Dominicans. You're not seeing all these different people. You know what I mean? That's, I mean, every place is different. I mean, yeah, in Italy, you see mostly Italians and tourists, you know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, and yeah, of course, outside say of we London, have the great diversity here that we don't realize doesn't exist elsewhere. And London, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, like, not that New it doesn't York, exist at all, but I'm saying yeah. that that people people don't realize what they're what, what this is you know well you lived in la so yeah which is so another what it, so i mean in la also it's it's, it's very diverse yeah and here in san diego but we're just i guess different type of, of when i also grew up like like say for example and i don't know how this comes off but like well, growing up i grew around a bunch of mexicans mexicans mm -hmm. black people and like filipinos usually were like that lived in, in my area um but like when i went up to to la I had never really been around Jewish people, you know what I mean? And there was a lot of Jewish people. I lived in the, you know, my landlord was Jewish and I had, it was something that I had, I didn't know about, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And like, I had heard about it and I, you know, obviously Holocaust and all that stuff. So you learn, but you, to me, it was just like, oh, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's different to learn about it than to actually like be, right? Because like, obviously when we're learning about something, it's probably from like years back. When you're but living then you in the think moment. you know, right? right. Like you but think we you... don't know what we don't know yeah. until you're actually like there living and you are interacting with people outside of your home. So that's when you learn. Like, we, we, but we like to stay in our bubble. You think? I don't like to stay in my bubble. I think a lot of, a lot of humans, it's, it's the people who don't stay in their bubble who really kind of are able to, to grow. Right. But, I think a lot of people like to stay in the comfort zone. There's not too you many think, people that are that are. There's not too many people who are who are willing to get out of that. You know what I mean? Like they they or they want to, but they they won't take all the necessary steps. Oh, they'll go. Hey, yeah, I went to fucking I went to Spain for a week. You know, thirty twenty years ago, and I know what it's like. You know, I've been there. You know, it's just like you know, I don't know. Give, or, and then you just came back to your hometown. You lived in this little town. You never left. You went to Spain for a week, and now you're better than everybody in the same town that you live in. You know, you know, a lot of I have a lot of clients that are 65 and older because I also do Medicare health insurance, and they always tell me, "Mara, like every time they know when I'm traveling, and they always tell me, Mara, travel." Like they're they're always like the happiest people. I mean, not the happiest because also my family is happy. You know, when I go, but. Um, they're always very happy for me when I travel. And they're like, you know, Mara, we always said I would travel when I retire. But now, me duele la cadera. I need knee yeah. surgery. Like, I don't have as much energy. And, you know, and she's like, you just don't have the same energy later on. So travel now. Travel now. And, and, and I love that. Thank you. I love that, that they, like, I see their excitement. They're genuinely happy for me. And that's just amazing to me. And I had one client whose husband passed away um, a few years ago. And and she told me, you know, Mara, she's like, um, she's like, she actually wrote this to me, like, 
I sent my clients, you know, Christmas cards and she sent me one back and it was so nice of her. And um, she's, um, she's American um, and she married a Mexican man who passed away like heart attack, like right before retirement. And she's like, you know, we, we had plans to travel to retiring. Like, you know, we were gonna retire next year. We, we, have, we, were, we have plans to go here, here, there. And she's like, now, she's like, I have no one to travel with. That was my best friend. And she's like, so, so now travel, like, don't wait until, yeah, don't wait until period. And so, yeah, so I don't, I don't believe that mentality of staying in your bubble or traveling only on special occasions or, or when you're retired and it's like, live your life. Yeah. You know, si puedes, vete. Y a veces, you know, if you just make it a goal, you, you make it happen. You know, you were gone for a month. How was that? Okay, so you're telling me <laughs> if you were a billionaire and you're 53, <laughs> you would travel everywhere. And well, you, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, that's, I, I don't see. Imagine that. I travel and then I have a place to, to live. Like, oh, I already have my place here. I, I would love to have an here. apartment in London. You know what I, I mean? would live there half, like six months out of the year. Go well. You're gonna need a, a little bit. You're gonna have to supplement the vitamin D that you're missing out on. So. Exactly, but yeah. you know it's okay. I take it anyways. Yeah, there's not. You know what? And let's let's think also. I mean, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer, but places like don't like there. London or like like Portland have there's there's research that shows that the people are more depressed. Yeah, there. more depressed there. You know what I mean? There's yeah, there's research, and that's because research. of the lack of vitamin D. Yeah, but the sun and all that. You know. If you first, yeah, you know, when I was there, but Portland has a very high suicide rate. People you know? would ask me, they'd be like, Mara, first, you're Mexican and you live in, you come from California. What are you doing here? Because these are people that would come from France, you know, from other places in Europe. Yeah. And I was like, one, I love the rain. I love the cold. That's I, you're I from love the layering. desert. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I love layering up. I love to wear like, a lot of clothes like when it's cold like i love like i just love the cold i mean it was cool to me when i was in the bay for you know three months but like i don't know I, see it's it's, it's for me to be there all year life. long ugh, i don't think i could i I, I loved it one and two i felt like california's home i can always go back to california like yeah. i knew that i was there temporary so i'm like i'm just here for a few years now i'm gonna go home like california's home so I knew that I was coming back to sunshine and the beach. Honestly, that one thing that I missed the most when I was gone was the, the ocean. Yeah. The, that sunset, you know, we have a beautiful sunset here in San Diego. Yeah. Like every sunset is just so beautiful. Like it never gets old, you know? <laughs> so that's actually what I missed the most when I was away. Just yeah. the, the water, not the sun. I mean, the sun, we would go to Ibiza for the summer or like for the weekend. Like you, it's so easy to travel like from there. So you can just, you know Travel. you can't say you have to say Ibiza. Ibiza, yeah. Ibiza. If you want, <laughs> you want to, if you want to so make, say it how I if say. If you want to make people roll your R's, you have to. The, no. Los españoles te van a decir los gilipollas. Tiene que ser Ibiza. Es Ibiza. Me vale madre. Gilipollas. Like what I boy. You know, I'm gonna tell you something funny. Not a lot of people know this, but I mean, unless my, my close friends that I like share this like stories with, because I mean, I don't always talk about my stories like with people, but anyhow, one time I was in um, with my Spanish friends and we were in London, like at this place called Primrose Hill. So that's in Regent's Park, 
like up in the hill and you see you have a very is that when you do the cheese wheel no you know what i'm talking about the cheese wheel the cheese oh i want to go to that i want to go to that and chase that cheese wheel down the hill oh my god no it's on my list for sure this is like you see like um there's an amazing view of london pretty much from this hill and we would often go there after class and take a bottle of wine and like some food and just picnic there take a lorry um a what a lorry what is that you know what a lorry is no Oh, I thought, I thought you were the, you take the, take the lorry. It's just like a, like a little car. Oh, you know? okay. I see what you mean. Okay, no. I, I yeah. don't know that. I, I don't like, I, well, I don't want to tell your story, but I just think it's funny where like a lot of the things that I feel like they say, like, uh, uh, are like very like kid-like, like, you know, like an airplane to them is the jetty. You know, it's on the jetty. Oh, my bag's under the jetty. And I'm like, the airplane? You sound like a little kid, bro, the jetty. You just don't know. So anyways, go ahead. So you're at Primrose Park. I know. So I'm there with my Spanish friends. Like people, like... Like Spaniards. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were from, you know, Valencia, Malaga, um, Barcelona. And, uh, Sorry, Barcelona. 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 Uh -huh. So from like different places in yeah, yeah, yeah. Spain. And um, and we're there, you know, just having a good time. And then I see the ice cream little truck like down the hill, and I say like, I say, una nieve. Like, it was hot. So it was like July, and it was just a very hot day and sunny day in London. And I say, una nieve. Yeah, I mean, it's honestly, it's it's uh, during the summer there are some days like that, and so <laughs> some days, some days like that. Yes, and then they all looked at me like, like what did you say? Like as if I just kill someone. They just looked at me like, what are you saying? Like, se me una nieve. Like, hace mucha calor, se me una nieve. Like, ¿sabes? ¿Cómo? Like, well, me escuché, like, the ice cream man allá abajo, entonces se me una nieve. And they started laughing. They're like, ¿sabes lo que quiere decir nieve? Like, ice cream. I mean, ice cream. And they're like, bueno, nieve, dijeron, en España, nieve es slang Catalan or cocaine. Oh, right. oh wow. They thought, they thought yeah, that I said yeah, I wanted wow. some cocaine. <laughs> no, like, but that's very. Yeah, no, yeah. no, but they like, you know, it was like, because I just said it very like nonchalantly, like, I cement the Hunan Hebe. It's like if you say, I feel like going skiing or like, whatever. You know, like, yeah. No, I mean, so they just thought that I said I want some cocaine. I mean, obviously, they would never hear those words from my mouth. They're like, yeah. like they were shocked, like, what the hell? <laughs> so, like, es que. And in España, cuando dices nieve, significa, es, you know, significa um, cocaína. Then you tell them, entonces, ¿qué es la nieve? And then, you know, un helado. I'm like, oh, pues en México también decimos un helado, pero también podemos decir nieve, like helado, nieve. Like, yeah. And then, but they just started laughing. But that was just like such like, a, I remember like the, the look on their faces, like, like, what the hell? Like, they really thought that yeah. I said I wanted coke. <laughs> well, I guess you can have both. I mean, just, I, mean you know, I just wanted an ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to do a little cocaine and eat ice cream. Yeah, that that was like um I think that was like the one thing that was like the most like slang like different from our language. Obviously yeah. we speak the same language, but it was just the slang that was different. And I mean also obviously the accent, but yeah. Yeah. So don't say nieve. Don't say you want nieve. Well, unless, 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 you, unless, you <laughs> unless you want some cocaine, then you say, hey, nieve, ¿dónde está la nieve? It makes sense, though. Yeah. I, I mean, well, I, I, I guess, guess, in a sense. But 
I mean, just ask for the drug. Everyone's gotta oh dear. Ask for code. You know where I can get some drugs, man? I feel weird about asking for drugs in other countries. I mean, like, like, I don't, you don't know what you're gonna get. You know. Don't ask you for drugs. Know, in you other don't know countries. what you're gonna get. Like you know, mm -mm. it's dangerous. I don't like just putting things in my body. I feel weird asking for drugs. Period. In any country. Oh, you want to? You want to be offered? You, actually, wanna, you don't want to have actually, to ask. Actually, alcohol is, is, is my only drug. And caffeine. I love caffeine. Oh, I hate I caffeine. Coffee. I hate really? caffeine. I can't. No, it You're fucking weird. makes me... Argh. You are weird. You're weird. I what, do I, not trust people that don't like coffee and that do not like wine. I don't trust people who <laughs> don't like cocaine. And those. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like wine. No, just coffee. It, one, one, there's a ton of research of the wine. effects of caffeine on people and, you know what? and the 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 also the the what I'm trying to the dependence that a lot of people have on the caffeine. Honestly, sometimes I I like to give up things every now and then just to change it up. Like I love cheese, I love hot sauce, and I love um, coffee. I, I can easily give up like you know alcohol for like. A certain amount of time but coffee sometimes i cannot wait to go to sleep to wake up and have coffee so what i'll do sometimes is like i'll say to myself i'm not gonna have coffee for the next two weeks um to challenge myself to like make sure that i'm still in control of that like not but then that two week marks and you, and you I, i'll have a headache on the third day and on the fourth day yeah, this process, yeah. yeah. Then, then i'm okay then i'm okay but i do it every once in a while at least like once a quarter whether it's coffee, cheese, because I I buy cheese and I'll have a slice and I just like snack. Oh, I have it. fresh mozzarella oh, here. Oh dear! Like it's well, sliced. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. No, me encanta el queso. Yeah. And have so, you had fresh mozzarella? Like like uh, I mean I don't know if you've been to Italy or yeah. or even just in Europe. I'm sure you can find it in different places. Like when you open it and it's like watery. Yeah 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 yeah. I, I love all cheese. Like yes, it's, that's something that. So I have to like make myself just not because I don't think it's bad. I think. Every, Everything in moderation, it's, it's, it's okay, and you know, as long as Todo you exercise. Sí, claro. Pero, pero a veces lo hago just to, to know that I'm like not, like just to know that I'm in control of myself. So I'm like, I'm not going to have coffee for two weeks. I'm not going to have cheese for two weeks. I'm not going to have, you know, spicy things for two weeks. And it's, that's hard for me to do, but just so that I do it, so that I, I challenge and resist okay so i mean life's about polarities so what's the other extreme of that do you say i'm gonna enjoy myself for two weeks no, or i'm gonna I mean, I just, i'm gonna not go to the gym this honestly, week and i'm just gonna go and hang out well, and i'm gonna gorge i'm gonna go to i'm gonna treat myself to, to you know amazing so food or whatever it may be you know so what <laughs> that may that's a that's maybe that's a that's a, a something topic, to change it up to yeah table topic. Were, yeah like like table uh topic. like like chivalry right like i think that and I've talked about it before that the, there's there's girls that I've gone out with and Put you know the, 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 the yeah, well, don't, don't <laughs> do it don't down. do it that's the whole thing no I mean no in the sense of like right because it's it, we grow up so different right and like like I said I didn't I didn't I grew up mostly with men so it was never like a thing it was like and it was just more no I don't have any sisters oh, so it was okay. like like it's not that like it's not like my mom or whatever was like oh lesser. But it's like the majority, more people are going to go in there and have to, you know, pee standing up. Now, put it, the whole thing was, I think, no, you know what? And my house is more like put it up because if you don't put it up, you're going to pee on the seat. 
And then when mom sits on it or someone sits on it, there's pee on the seat. Because, you know, you got to like, you got to make it in the middle, <laughs> you know? So it was more like, hey, put it up so you don't spill all over well, the, the top. Well, I hey, have the, three sisters and a brother and he had to put listen, the seat down for us as a gentleman thing listen, to do. This is the second time <laughs> we're talking about the bathroom in this podcast <laughs> episode. So... We'll move on. My We're point, talking about life my in topic, talking, my, my point is more like chivalry, right? Because everyone, like, you know, people say chivalry is dead and this and that. But I feel like chivalry also goes both ways, right? And one thing uh, my friend, actually, he was on he was on the podcast, um, Frankie Baños, you know, um, with an Enya. <laughs> um, the irony. Yeah, 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 I know, right? El baño. Yeah. Um, that he, he, he taught me, he taught, and it was like a, it was, a, it was, it was, he's, he's a smart guy, you know, but he taught me that like, he, he taught me how to receive how to, because a oh, lot great. of people are, are good at like giving. giving, right? Because he's like, but when you give something to somebody, doesn't it feel so much better when they're very like, you know, receptive to it, right? Mm-hmm. When they're yeah. like, yeah. when they like, oh, wow, like, you know, us. yeah, because it's like, not only is it good to give, they also can be good at receiving, right? Of so course. if somebody is giving you a gift, if somebody, Just say thank you. if somebody put thought into something they're giving you, you know, or they're taking you to dinner or, or something as simple as like putting the seat down. Right. Because Don't okay, say you didn't because, have to just No, because, yeah, because now I know, right. Like it's like, now you're cognizant of it. Right. And just mm-hmm. like, and obviously not with expectation. Right. Mm-hmm. And not like saying, Oh, like if I give you something, I don't expect anything in return. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like it's like, uh, you know, I was on my friend's podcast and it's like, I don't, or I had him on mine and he has a podcast and it's not like, well, I only will book them on mine so he can put me on his. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I don't expect that. I just want you to be on mine. I don't expect you to give anything back. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that you're giving me mm-hmm. your time or whatever, maybe. And so I feel like a lot of people work on that zone of like expecting or when they receive, they think you expect, right? So then they get in this zone of like, oh my God, I'm not ready to give the same back. Or I'm not, it's like, no, 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 I'm giving you because this is where I'm at. And this is where my capacity is, right? Yeah. Like if I give you, like some people are really good at gift giving. Some people are really good at, you know, being there. Or some people are really good at, you know. I love to give gifts. I think that's one of my love language. I love to like give For gifts. me, it's, it's a. And I'm it's, very good at receiving too. So for me, you. it's, I don't, I'm very, I, I find it very difficult <laughs> to receive. Really? But I'm really good at giving. But my, my, my love language is quality time. Like that's mm-hmm. my top one. Okay. So I, if I receive yeah. that, that for me is a great gift. Like, Quality hey, you're giving me, also, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. For me, it's like, you give me that gift, that's better than, like, I'd rather you fucking come and, and chill out with me to say, hey, I have 30 minutes or have I have an hour. Well, yes, you don't have just one. Obviously, yeah. you don't have just one. But we, my, we all have all of them, but in, in different orders. Yes, and, and there's a difference of, like, the way you accept it and the way you show it. So, yes. so my point is, if somebody's like, hey, you know what? you know, I can't see you this week or whatever. Like, Hey, you know what? But I got an hour or whatever. Let's go grab a quick bite. I'll stop by your place. That means more to me than if you're like, Hey, you know what? I can't come around. I Amazon you a fucking new plasma TV. And I'm like, Oh, cool. That's a cool TV. But I would have rather liked to see you for an hour. Because that would show me more, like that you like just because of the way I receive it, right? The way I'd be like, Oh, wow. Like, I think you took the time, time out. for most people is the number one. Right? I don't think so. No, it's not because literally I had my buddy, uh, the, the one that he said, um, his his um, his wife is very very much attuned to acts of service, you know. So like he, that's if he, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then that's why it exists, right? And then they're not definitive. A lot of people think yeah. they're either definitive or they're tricks, 
right? Like, oh, well, you're just going to do this, so then I could do this. And that's, and again, going back to the expectation, right? Yeah. But it's more of like communication. Like, if I know that this is what you respond to, then why wouldn't I do that, right? Because you know, like, I could just fucking bring you present after present after present. And if you're like, yes, you give time, me presents, but you don't spend time with me, right. I don't care. No, 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 yeah. You know? I mean, I think, I, I, I don't want to speak, I don't want to generalize, but I, I, I love I to do let's get into it. Oh, but mean, it's your it opinion. It's, it's that, to what your experience is. Yeah, I, I think for like I guess the people in my circle, it makes sense for us that we prioritize quality time because that's when you, you know, you're present with each other, you're yeah. engaged, you connect, you share things, and you're vulnerable. Whatever you're just. Well, but that's, I think that's, I feel like that's, that because quality time doesn't necessarily imply vulnerability. It's quality time. Well, yes, but no, but it's just, it doesn't necessarily imply vulnerability in everybody. It depends like on the person. Because somebody could just say, you know, I just want to, yes, that's what I'm saying. But I feel like that's another layer of it. Like somebody giving me their time and just like, hey, let's go have a burger. That's fine too. You know, like, hey, I just want to see you. Let's joke around. That's, you know, that's somebody who wants to just spend time with you. It doesn't have to be this, you know. I, well, from a woman speaking, I guess. From I, a man, that's it. <laughs> from a woman's perspective, if I hang out with my friends and I choose my friends carefully and who I give my quality time to, if we're together, we're, it's everything. We're being vulnerable, we're sharing, we're being intimate. Like, we're, we're just talking, we're whatever. Yeah. If it, if, you know. But see, I think in the going back to your, you're generalizing. <laughs> you're generalizing no, saying, because I feel like there's are, so many women who can't be vulnerable, well, right? I hang out with those women. Well, no. <laughs> I, I don't know who those women are. I'm saying I hang with my group of friends. But you said as a woman, you're you're well, trying to. I, I said I don't I don't mean to generalize, but I'm saying with my time and with my group of friends, this is what we do, like quality time. But you've had friends that weren't like that. I don't Not like to. You, no, I mean. I mean, we all have. Or maybe they just didn't move on to that next level, but we all have had, you know, those friends that like maybe didn't line up with everything that we did or we believed, you know, to some extent. Yeah. I mean, those are acquaintances. Yeah, but sometimes at one point they were friends, you know, maybe when you were younger or whatever. Yeah, you know, like sure. there's those friends that you've known for so long or something, and you're like, yeah, they're my friend, but like that like next level of connection didn't come through. And I think, like you said, being being open and available to like, I don't know, just be vulnerable, like you said, like, and I think I a lot think of people that, take it as very, like, scary, right, or, like, intimacy and all that stuff, but, like, man, like, it, are you what a fucking waste of time, like, you know? don't think you're, I think I, I mean, I think I try to be, like, or try to just be open, because, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say I haven't been hurt, I haven't had people, course, you know, take, take it, you know, <laughs> take advantage, or, or maybe not, not value my time, but that's also no, that's also at, at no fault to somebody else who what who hasn't done that to me. Of course. You know what I mean? And I think that like I can't hold somebody else accountable for somebody else's mistakes. You know uh-huh. what I mean? It's like, well, you know, like, oh fucking girls do this and girls do that and girls don't appreciate yeah. when you do this. It's like I'm talking more in the sense of like let's let's co- communicate, right? And let's fucking like if this if if it's something I'm not used to because of the way that I grew up, like putting a toilet seat down or whatever it may be. It's, like, <laughs> it's something I'm just not used So, But it can be misconstrued, right? Because somebody can say like, oh, well, this, you. no, I'm just saying, but this guy could be like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. Like you, you don't, don't you fucking get, like some people can take that to a next level, right? To well, be like, sad. and it is, but I'm it's saying like, sad. you know, you, 
but it's still their story, right? And they, they still feel, to whatever That's extent, that. they feel that you disrespected them or, or whatever, you know? And you're like, wait, like, this isn't, this isn't mm -hmm. about you necessarily. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I, I think we'll have we can all shit, practice you know? more of that, of not taking things so personally and just, just letting go. Like, okay, you know, you didn't put the seat down. Okay, it's not the end of the world. So what? I, by the way, I was making a joke when I said that. <laughs> You're talking <laughs> to somebody. For the record, I was making a joke in. when I said that because that's I would say that to my brother. But no, but in, my point is, like I said, I think that there's things that, like you know, some people can. And the problem is that then then they don't see anything, right? Like, like well, to say like I did this problem. or I did that, and then like it's like, hey, I brought you this, and you didn't give me a hug, or you never texted me the next day. And I was like, oh, I don't know. The okay, next, I think that's the, coming from something. No, 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 no. no I'm, I'm going on specific, specific things in the sense of like, for somebody, it could be like, well, this is like, say somebody's like, well, I don't think that you're interested or something because you did X, Y, and Z. And then somebody could be very interested, but just the way that they respond to things, right? And so you, it's about just being open, like, hey, you know what, like, blah, 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 or this is instead of trying to be like, well, what is he gonna do? Or should I be vulnerable? Should I not be vulnerable? Should they be vulnerable first? And then maybe I'll be vulnerable. So you're like going on this whole fucking Vince Vaughn fucking monologue, <laughs> kind of like, you know, instead of just like, hey, like, especially, I mean, I'm I'm in my fucking thirties now. Like, you know what I mean? And, and this is the whole reason I started this podcast of like, I'm just gonna be me. Exactly. You know what I mean? I'm just gonna be me exactly. and like, it, if, if if you can't not, not that if you can't deal with it or whatever but it's just like if you have a question about it <laughs> let's talk about it of yeah. like why you did this or why you did that like i i think you know i i think you should always be yourself and if you cannot be yourself then you know that's not the person for you and yeah, well, you're not, yeah, you can't be authentic. You yeah, can't be, yeah. I, I think a, a lot of things, I mean, obviously, like, this comes from, like, experience and just, like, learning through life. But let's say next time you meet a girl or whatever, whoever you're talking to right now, you just, just really be yourself and really be clear from the very beginning on your boundaries. Um, I think that's the most important thing, to just be honest and open about who you are because... If you're not that from the beginning, it's yeah. just going to make it harder for you to be that. Yeah, girl. because then you're trying to be this person that you're yeah. not, and then you got to carry it on because that's who she thinks you are, yeah. or whatever it may and, be. And so now it's like you know, the, the, these are my boundaries. This is this is what I can tolerate, and this is what I'll not necessarily negotiate, but compromise. You know, because relationships are like that too. Sometimes it's like okay, well, but as long as it's not compromising your values and who you are at your core then hey let's talk about it yeah you know it's fine and 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 that's when you are vulnerable in a sense that you're like your authentic self because if i can be my authentic self with you and just be like you know what um x y and z is bothering me and if that's an opportunity for you to learn and grow if you take that opportunity and you're like okay mara you know how, how would you want to handle this next time versus being offensive and like take like defensive. defensive yes and and feeling like i'm attacking your i guess i could offend you in my defense yeah. <laughs> i mean yes. or, yeah, right, yeah 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 or, or feeling like like i'm like just feeling 
like I'm attacked. I'm attacked. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, like you're well, not good enough, or like I'm judging you. I think sometimes then, it's a, that's that with the resources or the way that you grew up. Sometimes you don't have those. You know, you're not used to mindset. having having a conversation yeah. about things. It's always like, well, you fucked up because you so grew sad. up. I mean, when you were growing up, people were, you fucked up. You're wrong. Doesn't matter what you think. And you're just mm-hmm. like, oh fuck, like you know. Right. And then you get in a relationship, and then you're like, oh, I, I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to be this. Like, I, well, I just want to be what they want me to be. It, it is obviously it is sad. I, I think, but we, that's we why to... that's why I'm trying to make things like this right, so people can learn about like like be your authentic self mm-hmm. and 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 establish like, think, your boundaries. But from I, I think beginning. it's sometimes when it's more painful when it's like you are your authentic self, right? And then things don't work, and you're like, wait, like damn, like this was like. When I was myself, like you know what I mean. You know what? I, how I interpret that, I'm always like, yes, I swear. Like, thank you, God, because if I was this excited about this person, and it didn't work out, it means like you have someone else better, like so much better for me that I have yet to be. Ooh, like, so that's exciting! It's <laughs> exciting because like imagine, I imagine I'm so excited about someone. I'm like, oh my god, yes! Like he's, I'm like so excited about him, and I'll be in my own. I can just self. imagine you being super excited after a breakup. Like, ooh, that next one's gonna be dope. <laughs> that next guy, oh my god! It's all about your mindset, yeah. right? Like perspective. Well, here's the thing. So here's the like, thing just, because. Because look, trust, trust that I'm going to, for the because best. this is the whole point of me doing this, right? Is for me, I got to play devil's advocate and I also sure. have to, I also have to back it up. The, back, the, back, back well, not up. like that, but, um, <laughs> my, I think that a lot of people are very much, and there's nothing against you where you're like, well, how do you look at it? How perspective and this and that. And from a psychology standpoint, we both know that there's also, deep rooted shit right and there's also you know schemas and, that's and, and family of origin to deal with. It, it is that's your but responsibility but there's a difference of Do not projected on me there's a yes <laughs> but there's a difference of of oh well there's like you know cbt cognitive behavioral therapy where it's like well how are you seeing these things right and it's like how are you reacting to these things which is great it's great very surface level things but there's always there's always a lot of things way deep below that with depth psychology that if you don't address, no matter how your outlook is on these things, if you don't address some of those deep rooted issues, it's not going to change. That's why you need you know to be journal. That would be <laughs> one place. I, that's journal. why you need to go to therapy and with somebody therapy. that can yeah. go to like journal in is, depth. Journal like, is, you know. is, is therapy. Yes. It's a, it is. It's, it's, it's a coping mechanism. Every, I wouldn't say it's therapy. Well, every therapist would tell you to keep a journal. Yeah, but they wouldn't say, hey, either keep a journal or come to me. No, 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 no. I'm I saying mean, it's a coping some, mechanism. Yes, it is. You know, like it's a, it's a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, tool. just like people have different things, right? Some people, um, you know, go to the gym and they get like so crazy about it, and that's their therapy. Oh, that's another thing is I, I learned that like one when you work out and stuff, your prefrontal cortex slows down. So you ever come out of like a workout and you're just so fucking tired that you're not thinking about anything. It's, the, it's like, therapy. And somebody cuts you off therapy. and you're like, ah, go ahead, yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Like whatever, it's, you know. It's therapy. For me, it's therapy because you're releasing like, you know, like tension and you release also endorphins that, yeah. you know. I heard somebody say good. like, like, uh, especially when you go through like a really hard workout, like you're like, you, you mm-hmm. sweated and you're like, oh my God, I'm so tired. Things 
just the same way, I guess, back to your point of like, say your, your dad, right? Uh-huh. Like, you're like, man, I just went through a fucking difficult workout that I thought I could not get through at all. And I got through it. So now some of these simple little things that happen to me, I know I can get through it. Yeah. You know what it's, I mean? It's, it's like exercising those, not just your muscles, but your strength. Your strength. and your mental and, strength. And, yeah. yeah, your mental strength. Because, I mean, I don't know if you've worked with a trainer before, but every time that I work with a trainer... At every workout, I, I felt like <laughs> like I could not do this without him. You know, if he didn't send my well, because you limit yourself, much, right? And you well, and I, they could see like you know physically, what? you could do more. And, it's not even that I like I, and this is why it's so not it's so useful and it's important to have trainers and mentors and friends that bring out the best in you. Because yeah. it's not that you think less of yourself, but for example, like if I go to the gym, I'm not thinking. I don't, I don't think I have a bad, like, I'm not thinking, oh, I cannot do this workout. I'll like push myself, but like for things like, for example, with running, I'll be like, I'll do 10 miles, I'll do eight miles. That's like, I can do that. I'll, I'll swim for an hour. I can do that. But with like, wait, with, with wait weights, you just throw out 10 no, miles. No, like I'm people saying, are running 10 no, miles. I'm just for me. I'll just do, no, no, I know. I'm I'm saying, saying, no, saying you're I'm very saying, humble, I'm Brad. Giving you my example. <laughs> no, giving you my example. 10 miles is a fuck ton of miles. Okay, hold on. Give you my example. For weights, for example, okay. I, I, I'm not a person who lifts like weights unless I'm working with a trainer because I feel like it's heavy, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there are weights. So, but wait, when all I was, these weights are heavy. <laughs> oh, it's not pesadas. When I was working it's with the trainer, pesos, it's not way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But when I was working with the trainer, he would like do this, and I, in my mind, I'm like. It's heavy. I think there's like, a lot of me. girls like that, though. Yes, like, And I think then, weight training is really, really good for you. And I'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. you fucking be an Olympic lifter, but just no, but, five pounds, ten pounds, whatever, is really good for yeah, you. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I'll, I like to do weights, but I'm saying he would, if I go to the gym by myself, I'll do weights, but at a lower weight, right? Sure. When I was working with him, he always put me at a higher weight that I thought that I just couldn't do. Couldn't do. Yeah. And then I would do it. Yeah. And so he'd be like, what up? I know you can do it. And then I would just do it. I would hate it and it would hurt, but I would do it. So it's it's the same with life. I love when you don't know it though. Yeah. When that's, they don't that's tell amazing. you and they're like, okay, cool, go. And you're like, boom, boom, boom. And because it's up in your fucking head. You're like, I know I can't do 70. Yeah, I could I never do it. And then you're just like, whatever, just go. Like I'll, I'll, I'll move it. I'll put it at 30. And you're like, boom, boom. And you're like, oh shit. You know? Yeah. So that's, that's, that was my point. I mean, I forgot why I started talking about this, but the thing is, sometimes we don't know. It's not that we think less of ourselves, but we don't know our full capacity or potential. Um, and so it's so important to have people that like specialize in, in certain things to, you know, to talk. I think we do, but we're, we're afraid, right? We're afraid of like, failing and then not being enough right even though maybe we know that we can accomplish what we can but it's like the, there's that what if right and then what if i'm right or what if i'm wrong like you know what i mean it's the what ifs and I'm like i'd rather just live in the reality that i know now than instead of going down these two paths you know which is tough for some things i, I for some things i think that applies um i think or other things that's just something that society has been telling us we're afraid of our own potential we're afraid of this i don't think so like shit i want to know my own potential i'm not afraid of it like i want to like encounter it and but, live it and be it 
I, I you're, think but you're an outlier. That's that, that's that you. You said from know. the beginning, the first five minutes of this episode, I'm the black sheep. <laughs> no, you're an outlier. You are, and that's it's true, right? But people have been telling you, like, you're afraid of your own potential, so now you say that. No, you're not afraid of your own potential. Like, if you knew that you could lift that much, you would do it every day. Sometimes we just don't know what we don't know because we just don't do it. Okay, this, I think this is a perfect. <laughs> Okay, what is that? I had it. Here. I had it here. I had it. Was a yacht. Um. So, so this is a a would you rather? Okay. So, would you rather go into the past and change something, or would you rather look into the future? I would rather look into the future. And what are you looking into? I mean, I guess not necessarily look into, but no, 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 no. It's not live the future. No, no, but it's this is a specific. This is a specific like. Like the same thing. The same thing. Like if you're going back and you're saying, "Hey, I want to change when that that I I met this guy or that I that I went to whatever. I want to change that." Or I want to find out when I die, or when I meet the love of my life, or oh, whatever. No. Like, okay, like no, so you have to no. pick. It's not like oh, this okay, isn't okay. an existential question. This okay, is a okay. specific. Would okay. you rather? Would you no, rather I go back not... and say I want to change this, and then I want to that day that I did this and that, and I punched that girl in the face. I want to take that back. I I would rather go back. I guess I don't want to know. I don't want to go que alguien me lea las cartas for the future. I don't no, want to know no that. This is going to be specific. I don't want to know when I'm going to die. I don't want to know who I'm going to marry or who's going to be the lucky guy. I don't want to know that stuff. <laughs> it was a joke. Finally. Not lucky. Fortunate. <laughs> fortunate. I don't like the word oh, lucky. True. Yeah. Good memory. I, yeah. Who's going to be the fortunate, like, you know, ex-husband? ¿Quién dijo yo? No, no, no. I, I think I, I don't, not that I don't care, but I don't want to know when something in the future is going to happen i guess i would so I, I would do some things in the past I would cool the past. that's so yeah. like i said yeah yeah so, so what are you past. what are you going into the past and changing then um you know i've it's it's not i'm not thinking of a particular thing because i think everything that i've lived in the past has shaped me into the person i am now Yes. But maybe. Maybe. I so. think you're going very existential. No, no, this is very no, no. specific. Yeah. Maybe. I, well, I don't have. I don't have. I. I just. I don't know. I guess I'm just someone who thinks like everything happens for the best. So if this relationship didn't work, it's for the best. If if I did this, it's because. But do you I still take that. those? Those experiences as like, you know, there's like. Do you still analyze that? Do you no. still? You don't? No, I don't. You don't analyze the situation to where, like, you just go, well, maybe it's for the best. You don't say, in the well, moment, what happened? Like, you I, know? I think in the moment, I, I, I think about it and I deal with it to avoid this, to avoid, because I never want to look back and be like, oh, you know, that I should have done that, so I shouldn't have, like... No, but it's I, but it, the self awareness and, yeah, and a good a I, good audit of, of of what's going on and like I said before it's 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 going into this depth psychology of like like it didn't work out like it's it's fine to 
to figure out why it didn't work out. Not to just be I like, it didn't work out. No, I know exactly why why it didn't work out. So okay. I'm not beating myself up for that because okay. it's not something that I did wrong or that he did wrong or whatever. Like it's just, okay. you know, it's just not meant to be and it's okay. And, well, and that's fine. I don't, I think, I think when people say it's not meant to be, I think it's, I wouldn't, for lack of a better term, I think it's bullshit. Because I think there's not just one person out there for us. This is right. like people say, this isn't my person. It's like, no, there's tons of people out there for you. You well, just have to I be willing have, to, I think you have to be specific you know, with your question because I think that doesn't apply to like my relationships, for example. So if. In what sense? Like, I just, I, I don't, because that's very general. Yeah, like it what is. you're saying. So sometimes things work out for the best or they don't work out for the yeah. best whether it's religion you know yeah or, but yeah just you're talking about specific uh, things what i'm saying yeah. is that like i think that that things cannot you know you always hear about this i mean you hear about people who don't even fucking speak the same language you like somehow fall in love like you know what i mean and it's like i guess that and it's like it's more of like yes just because it hasn't happened to you my point is that like people people are People think that it's gonna. It, 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 there's there's a fallacy of this whole fantasy, right? Of like, oh my God, you're gonna meet your person, and your person's just gonna. It's I like, think no, more you than have one person, to. Like you said. Well, not just more than one person, but with whoever it is, like just the same way with like, man, like I I love my mom, uh -huh. but I can't sit here and tell you that we haven't fucking yelled at each other and been mad same. at each other, same. and you know what I mean. The same with my brother. I love my brother, but. We've gotten there and gotten to the point to like fuck you and no fuck you, but I love him to death. Of course. And there's it's it's a it's a there's ebbs and flows and there's there's layers to our relationship. And I think that when people go into a romantic relationship, they want it just to be this fucking perfect thing, right? That plays out because this is my person and they're gonna get it. But see, I don't they're think my like person. that. I'm not saying you do, but I'm saying that that's why this is a perfect conversation and the perfect person to have it with. You see. So what is your you question? See? You, my question is for you to for you to comment on that and for you like to 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 uh, elaborate what your experience has been or in the sense without going down a route of like oh well no, you know okay, you can or, be specific. no not specific I'm just saying what I, I guess let's go specific and like what do you look for what 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 do you what do you look for and what do you I think for now, lack of a better term, bring to the table. What do you right. what what are you willing to do? To I, I think now it's different, right? Than than like when you're in like I'm thirty five now. I think it's different when I'm in my twenties. Like when I was in my twenties, I had a relationship for officially six years with this you know, obviously with the same person. <laughs> <laughs> what? Obviously with the same no, I, was, I know, I'm talking about Officially no. six years with like six different this, people. This is why I say this. Because we were together from when I was 19 to 25. And then after that, for like three years, like long distance, but like not, we had already broken up, but I would go there and be with him for like, let's say three months out of the year. And we would be together because it was just so, like we were just so used to each other at that point. Yeah. Or, so it wasn't officially. It's like a soft place to land, come back. Yeah. And, so know, that's what I'm you saying. Don't like, have to go and yeah. try to build anything. Right. So it's like officially together for like six years, but another three years, like outside of that, like official relationship. But it, at that time. So nine years. I think, yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, pretty much. Okay. And I mean, we still have a friendship now. 
but um, that was in my 20s, right? I'm a different person now. Like now, we're still friends. I still care for him. He still cares for me. Um, I know if I was, for whatever reason, be in prison, I can call him and he'll bail me out. <laughs> but we're just different people now. Like I've, we've, well, these, we've But psychology apart. still we've says that if you're, if you still have a relationship, that means that there's still care or hope well, or something. You, I think like, especially if you're someone who's a relationship person, who's a people person, um, you don't just burn bridges. Like for me, if you're my friend, like now, like we're going to be friends forever. Because if there's a problem, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. And we're going to talk about it. And maybe we might not like each other for a period of time. But I, it doesn't mean that I don't love you or that I don't care for you. I don't know. I, I think there's sometimes there's there's a great value in, in, in letting go. Like, why are we of holding course, on to this? Of course. But if why you never we... hurt me. Well, because we had this thing. No, 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 no. I think that's different. I think you're talking about different things. I think... If you never, if you were always a good man to me and you always respected me, I can let go of you at heart. Like for my heart, I can let go of you, but I can still care for you and your family. It doesn't mean that I'm, it doesn't mean that I cannot go on to love another person. Like now I'm with somebody else and I feel like now, like being in my thirties, is like a different type of like love where I have different priorities. You ask me, what do I look for? I look for the stability, someone who is not afraid to like let me be myself and give me my freedom in my space where I am who I am and he is who he is and you know what like um someone who like is just open to understanding me like you don't have to agree with me all the time I please don't because that's actually a we don't like that, right? We don't want someone who's always like, see, 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 see. Like, you want a yes person. Yeah. yeah. You know, you want someone who can like uh, stimulate your mind and who's going to like well, push you. As here's the thing is that I think that there's a difference, right, with someone who's a people pleaser and someone who's understanding that I'm like, cool. Yeah, you can't, you you know, you're not around, whatever, or you got this going on, whatever. That's, that's, there's a difference of that. Someone who's just like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, whatever you right. want, whatever you want. But, but like, there's also like there's that. also the other no, but there's also the other extreme where people are used to having to fight for everything, right? To to having somebody who like, oh well, this guy never gives me like this guy never says no, fuck that, we're not doing that because I want to do this, and it's like no, I no, but people some people get used, and especially especially from like upbringing, right? You get used to fighting for that intimacy, and sometimes if you get it, like sometimes uh, something that I had uh, recently, like. Um, read that that stood out to me was for people with attachment trauma being loved and accepted can be just as terrifying as rejection so for them to get like hey yeah cool like it's i don't care like it's easy to where they used to having to fight for it to where someone's just like hey i feel this we're cool but see, why make it difficult you know and so and some people it's like i said their background whatever the shit that you don't know you know yeah, what i mean yeah, it's the yeah. iceberg right everything that's but these are these are two different topics, right? It's like, of Not course, necessarily. we, yeah, because we all grow up with a certain trauma, right? Something happened to all of us. Something happened to all of us when we were little, whether it was our parents not being there, working all the time, or our parents dying, or seeing our parents fight, whatever. Like, everybody grows up with some sort of, I mean, not everybody, but nobody has a perfect childhood, period. Um, but it's, there comes a time when we're old enough to be responsible for our own emotions and how we handle relationships moving yeah. forward with our lives. Not because I was, not because my dad died or not because I had 
you know, a, a bad experience like with so-and-so means that I'm not going to be like, oh, all guys are the same. Oh, I'm going to have this. It's like, I'm going to acknowledge that, what I feel, and then I'm going to address it and take care of it and heal it and make it a point to, you know, I cannot project that onto the relationship because it's not healthy. Yeah. So it is our responsibility to, do you feel that you to, apply these things in I, your life? I do. Because a I, lot of times people can be I like, do, which is I why get I, it, and then, you know. No, I do, which is why I feel like I'm, I was single for many years, like, before I enter this relationship, you know? I think. I mean, if you're sitting nine years, it's not. No, 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 I'm saying, no, I was with, okay, yes, I was with this person, you know, um, with this guy from, like, age, let's say, like, I told you, 19 to 26, and then I moved here. He moved to Egypt. We were together, like, I guess long distance, not really, um, for a couple of years after that. And um, it was, that was a different relationship in my 20s. Now in my, then I was single for a long time. Yes, I would like maybe like see someone or try. I felt like at the time, I guess that I was trying to get to know someone or, or engaging or entertaining their emotions. And I realized, you know, like I'm not really ready. I'm not really ready so i think it's so important for us to be aware of our emotions and be single for some time like just well, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's definitive i don't well, think it's definitive like be single for like it's just no, like no no, not, know, not, like, not i'm not saying for a year i'm just saying for some time whatever time it takes you for some people it's a year for some people it's more for me some i need it's less some yeah, people it's, exactly. you know because but for I'm, me like i don't want to like like say if say if you broke up with somebody and then like you know yeah obviously you're going through it or whatever but what if, you know, two months down the line, you meet somebody amazing, right? Right. But if you're just open and say, hey, you know what, this is what I'm going through. I don't want you need what I'm going to... through, whatever, to, to, to ruin this, this opportunity. Can we take it slow? Can we exactly. do whatever? Like, like well, you know what, what I mean? That's what it comes like, down we, you know. to. So I'm not saying, like, it's not about being single. It's about being aware of your emotions and where you are in your, in your mindset. That you are going to take the time to not rely on someone else mm -hmm. to like be happy or to feel like complete or well, yeah placing like your value and way. your your yeah, worth on you somebody have to else 100 yourself and on your own you know and happy on your own in order to be to bring to the table like what you ask me what do i bring to the table you know i'm a very happy person even when i'm not like sometimes like of course i have shitty days you know what? I'm not gonna be mean to you just because I have a like, shitty day. You're like furrowing your brow. Yeah, I'm fucking happy. Okay, yeah, I'm a very I'm, fucking happy person. I'm okay? a passionate because I'm a passionate person, and this is how I speak with my hands and with my like my face. But you, you just didn't look happy <laughs> when you said you're very happy. <laughs> no, in my mind, I'm saying like, you know, like, um, like you have to be okay with yourself and happy with yourself that no matter what happens, you're gonna deal with. Let's say you have a bad day at work or you have a bad day or you have whatever you're going to be okay and you're not going to project those things onto your partner not project but like talk about it like be like you know what hey like like just talk like friends like be like you know this happened whatever like and not feel like you have to be reactive like react angry or or like you know insecure or all those things like so that's what i'm saying like it's not about being single for x amount of years it's about learning how to navigate through your emotions and not project them and learning how to just be happy in solitude and on your own yeah and 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 understanding that you know i'm a happy person if i'm with someone they're gonna add 
to my happiness and we're and, partners and we're inversely inversely yeah, yeah, exactly. you need to add to their yeah. happiness like no because I what, I, what i heard and this is you know you could take this you know <laughs> when i said what are you looking for you said you know someone who allows me to be me someone who and a lot of it was about you no, no, about like who well, i can be you didn't let me finish <laughs> that was like 10 minutes finish. ago so you yeah, <laughs> but i mean we got off topic no no going, okay what am i looking for like i don't think i'm i'm like I don't see like, oh, I'm looking for it. No, yeah, yes, I, I know yes, that's like, but I'm just what saying. What do I like in a man? Someone who's confident, someone who can be vulnerable, and someone who is ambitious and who really like loves life. What does that mean? Who like, no, no, you know. I, <laughs> I just, all of a sudden, like, no, no. let's talk about life. Yeah, no, let's no, talk no, about to life. Me, because, I, because to me, it's like someone, you know, who like loves just being and understands that yeah. adversity like it's an opportunity to grow so i guess someone who's optimistic and positive about life yeah and and who's grounded and who like you know who's who's confident in himself because and that no matter what's going on he's going to be like you know like like i guess confident in a humbling way where you got you for me i i like even, and someone who's culture. Even someone the confidence, the comp I like I like when I think you there's know, nothing more have, sexier than confidence. I think that's Yeah, but I think in a to be honest, way, I feel like the arrogant way. Yes, but I think that I, I would say that and it, it it sounds cheesy and I know it obviously <laughs> I'm the weirdo, but for me the sexiest thing and it's just like for me is is, is vulnerability. Because yeah. because when you like, I mean, if you really think about it like movies and heroes that you yeah. watch like the courage always comes you always see more courage in that in that in that hero because they were vulnerable right they were like they've been fight, like like uh you know like say like a gladiator the movie right like he lost I his family he it's lost so all this ever. stuff and he he was just like and and he was just like he was just fighting right he was just killing all these people and until he was like you killed my family i miss my wife like you killed my kid like like that should fucking hurts, you know? And when that happens, that's when you're like, fuck, Character. that's when there's, that's when that courage is, is more powerful. Right. As opposed to like, I'm brave. Fuck it. I'll go kill that guy. I'll go kill that guy. I'll go do all this shit. Yeah, and I'm confident. Yeah. Fuck it. Look at my Gucci well, shoes. That's, that's like, not how I, you know what I mean? confidence. I know, though. but I'm saying that's there's, there's, I'm there's a, there's different, there's different definitions. Right. And I think like a lot of people, like, that's why to me, it's like for, for somebody who can just, who can be like, hey, you know what? I'm confident, but I'm scared. I'm scared of this, and I'm I'm not I'm not too. I'm very self conscious about X, Y, and Z. But it takes Even a confident you know, person to be vulnerable. Exactly. It takes a confident person to be vulnerable, um, because vulnerability is not like weakness; it's actually strength. You know. And yeah. So so that's that's what I. Well, I think I, strength comes from it too, right? When you're able to be, you're able to yeah. grow. And, so. Um, La the question we got to ask everybody is, is when was the time that you felt like a weirdo? When was the time that I, 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 so many times I, I don't, I cannot think of one. Um, can you, I mean, it's just, I mean, so like, it's first, just weird. Like even that word weirdo to me is like, it's like normal because what might be weird to me is not weird to you. No, but that's that. what I'm saying. When you, I mean, and you traveled the world, you know, you traveled different places. So it's like, 
Is there places where you felt more weird or, or, or maybe somebody who, who made you feel bad about just being yourself and made, you know what I mean? Like that's what made you feel weird. You know, the fact that you were like, I don't know, sometimes like people, like, like you said, rolling, rolling your R's. Like we were just like, Oh, you just said your name. Like for me, when I went to college, I remember I was in like, it was, I was a freshman and I was oh, fucking 18 still, you know? And, and they're like, everyone is introducing themselves, you know, and they're like, Oh, I'm, you know, Skylar's Orkin and fucking whatever. And everyone's white, you know, I'm in this room full of white people. And I'm just like Eduardo Rodriguez. And like, literally I felt weird because I'm like, there's no Rodriguez in here yet. In my class, there was like three of them. Like, you know what I mean? Like in just one class of like chemistry or whatever in high school. And so I'm like, man, this is weird. Like I felt like out of place, right? Like, I'm like, what am, what am I, should, like that imposter syndrome? Like, should I be here? Like, yeah. do I belong here? You know what I mean? Like, so that was yeah. a, that was something that was weird for me that I felt like a weirdo. But see, that was a long time ago, right? It was, I was 18. Right. I th- so this I... was like three years ago. <laughs> of course. <laughs> See, that was a long time ago. And I guess I can say the same thing for me because after that time, I think now I, even if it's we, like when, when that person, when that professor, well, oh, she okay. should not be called a professor actually, but when she responded like that, like, oh, you, you expect me to roll my, my tongue. Um, I, I didn't feel weird. I felt uncomfortable um, and just like. Belittled? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't weird. It was just belittled, and, and I just thought, like... Well, I, I, the whole I, point is that the, the word weird encompasses all these different yeah. emotions, you know? But you felt like yeah. a weirdo. You felt like, wait, is something wrong with me? Right. Yeah, you yeah, know, exactly. Like, and I think, honestly, I, I think um, after that, you know, when I moved and I came back and everything, um, I just learned not to give people so much power where I'm just in, like, even now talking now. Maybe later when I listen to this, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like, oh my God, that is so weird. Why did I say that? To whatever I share too much, whatever. But I just I've I, had a lot of people I, you know, message yeah. me after. Can you remove that? I'm like, I can't no, believe I said that. Yeah, no, but you know what? Like I'm, now I'm, I'm at a point in my life where I I do not allow myself to feel those emotions like weird or. Well, if there's anything wrong with because, feeling. No, 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 no. I'm saying like you know. No, I just I guess I just don't care. Like, I don't even feel, I don't even remember the last time I felt weird because to me it's like, I, o sea, si soy, ajá, si, si no te, o sea, si no te, si no te caigo bien, like, like, me vale, like, okay, you know, like, my little sister would say, si te caigo bien, que padre, si no, pues me vale madre, you know, and it's true, like, I really feel that, and, and it's just such que a liver. It's a it's a liberating feeling. Que padre. <laughs> yeah, si te Pero caigo bien, que padre. Si no, no, that's such a mess. <laughs> que padre, güey. Sí, o sea, like, I, it's, it's a liberating feeling to be like, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe sometimes I, I'm going to think about when I, I remember, just, I will text you and I'll tell here's you. The thing, is, here's the thing. Here's the thing is that I, I think that some people here. take that the wrong way. And not from you saying it, but I think some people. <laughs> um, and that's what I was saying to earlier of like your own analysis, right? Of like, like, oh, this didn't work, but it's like, wait, but why? Like, can, can sit and sit with it yeah. because a lot of people be like, oh, well, you know, I'm just real. It's like, no, you're, you're being fucking rude. Yeah. Like you're, yeah, yeah. you're, we were rude to my friend. Like, well, rude? you know, I'm an, I'm, no, no, no. I'm just saying, but some <laughs> people are like that, right? Where they're like, well, I'm being myself and this is who I am authentically. It's like, no, 
you're being rude to somebody. That's not cool. Like, or you're being hurtful. I've, you know? I met like, people like that that have said, oh, I don't have a filter. I have a filter. No, you know, everybody has a filter. I, yeah, your filter is I, just like you're you're trying to yeah. you're trying to belittle somebody to feel better. That's right. your filter. It's and like I, you I, want I remember feel. one time I heard someone say, "Oh, I'm not being rude. I just don't have a filter." And in my mind, I thought exactly the same that you're saying right now. I was thinking, "Well, your filter is rude. Like, yeah. your non-filter is rude." So you need a thicker filter. Yeah, and, and it's like it's it's not about not having a filter or being real. It's like having it's empathy. Yeah, empathy and 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 like. Um, you're being considerate of others because a lot of those people get really mad when they're not considered right right when somebody's like don't you don't you know i did this I'm like no i don't but mm -hmm. you didn't care about them mm -hmm. you know what they did or whatever they're like don't yeah. you know my story don't you i've been through this and I, okay cool but yeah. you didn't care what the hell they went through because you had no filter right you know what i mean and yeah. now you want everybody to consider you i think everyone should have a filter maybe we shouldn't have it a, a, we shouldn't call it a filter but yeah. it's just being like um considerate of others I, that's why i think empathy is a great yeah. like putting your being able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes yeah and and yeah. not not taking things so personal or not being so reactive and not like not not that you don't it's not that i don't care what people think but i say that because if i'm being myself i'm not being rude mm -hmm. i'm not like i'm being considerate i'm being kind i'm being like if it's from a good place yeah sure. yeah yeah that's that's what i mean like so I have nothing to feel like, off, like a como different type. I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm used to like sounding different, but at the same time, I'm used to like hearing a lot of like noise and like, different people and everything. Like, you know, like you said, when you're traveling, you're at an airport, you hear so many different languages, so many, you see so many different things. So you embrace yourself. You're like, it's not that I'm weird. Like, this is just, I'm Mexican. This is how, how I am. Like I don't. This is just who I am. Like for me traveling. <laughs> for me traveling also did the like. That's how Mexicans do it. I'm gonna show you. <laughs> yeah, but for me it also it also kind of made me feel like I don't like for lack of a better term I don't matter. Like nobody gives a fuck about me. Yeah, like, exactly. Like you know, yeah, Oh my exactly. god, I'm gonna get mugged and I'm gonna yes. do this. I'm like nobody gives a fuck about me. I'm right. just a guy. Like I'm just just no, like when I walk down and I see some stranger walking down the street. I don't give a fuck about him. There's just right. some guy. Yeah. And that's how, like, oh my God, everybody knows I'm not from here. I'm like all scared. Yeah, like, you know, no, and you're, you're thinking so much about yourself. Right? Yeah, yeah. Thinking. They know I have $500 in my pocket. <laughs> they don't know that shit. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like, it's like, who cares? And, and when I say it, like, I say it loosely like that. Not that I don't care, but it's just like, I know it's just like, it's not a big deal. It's not, I'm not too important. When you travel, I'm pretty sure you've heard this quote before, you realize, what a tiny place you occupy in the world yeah it's like like everybody matters and nobody matters you know yeah. it's like you, everybody matters to somebody you know everybody's a somebody to someone and everybody's a nobody like that's in that like terminology and in that concept i use the word loosely like i don't care it's like yeah like you see in esa manera like no no porque no me importe not in a rude way, you know, but live yeah. and let live. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I think, I think that's a, that's a good place to, it's a good place to end it. If there's anything else that you want to add, 
if you want to I'll text you talk the about last time talk I about life talk about life let's talk course. about life you know um, thank you for not making this, this about a product or service yeah. well i mean i mean but it's still you know i think that it shows that you're an empathetic person i think that one thing that a lot of people in your field are very like you know like it's all it's about sales right it's about being aggressive it's about getting out there it's about you know and like it's it's about you got to be a shark you got to be the wolf of whatever you know <laughs> the wolf of wall street like you have to you know kill or be killed kind of situation oh you know what i mean <laughs> and so i think that it's 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 refreshing right to then that's why i think you know you you know you do well in your field right because it's like people and i get that all the time because i'm in i'm in sales too you know like uh where people are like they told me straight out like dude i went with you because you didn't sell me you told me what I could do and what I could get and, you know, the way we could do it. But it wasn't about, it wasn't about like, oh, well, you need to do it. It yeah. was just like, look, you could either do this or you could do that. Yeah. This is what this is going to give you. This is what that's going to give you. What are you looking for? Right. This is what I'm looking for. Okay, cool. This is probably your best option for you to do this. Depends on what kind of money you have. Blah, blah, blah. Right. But You're going to buy it anyway. So why not just Regardless, you can go over there and I can tell you <laughs> what you're going to get over there or whatever. But like, what are you looking for? You know? And so, and I think, I think that's also great in relationships right like like let's let's talk about what the fuck's going on let's figure each other out know blah, what blah, you're blah. looking you know for I mean? know who you are and yeah just be and like and and yourself. and be malleable too right because it's not gonna be like this is who i am this is what it's like oh because sometimes you yeah. learn shit through other of people course. i didn't know this about we, me we're and, always or, learning, yeah. or someone triggers shit in you like oh this has never happened to me you know it's so, an opportunity for you to look inward like you know when somebody triggers something it's like yeah so okay so yeah, um, Thank you, so you know, much where for, can people find you, you or, you know, people um, can find me on Instagram at Maragavina. Is that your, do you have, you don't have like an insurance one? Or no, just, you know, I, I, you know what I've been thinking about? Cause in my, if you, you don't have a TikTok where you do dances I do and not say have life insurance, broker, <laughs> health insurance. I do not have beep, the time beep, to entertain beep, 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 beep. <laughs> No, I don't have TikTok. Um, I am on Instagram as Maragavina. I, my are you page, on LinkedIn? I am on LinkedIn. Are you on Facebook? Because old people Facebook, are on Facebook. I'm on yeah, Facebook. Yeah. My, I'm on Facebook. My personal page is Maraga Vigno with the Enye. Oh. Um, yes. Facebook and, uh, do it. You know, for Instagram, I've been thinking about adding another page just like for traveling. Because my page right now is, is pretty much travel and work. Travel and work. On my stories, you'll see some parts. I think you need to add a page that adds that has a travel blog podcast so it could be a travel vlog I, like I a want video to log. have a podcast you can help me yeah travel video podcast. log and everything you have and you okay. and you, and you, you film that. on location everything you take yes. it on so yeah mara gavino <laughs> uh health insurance broker life insurance financial planning. oh health insurance life insurance financial planning yes. right yes everything you need rental insurance <laughs> no no well, see see it wasn't everything no so. life and health Okay, well, thank you everybody thank for you. listening. Thank you for coming on thank you. and thank you. see you next thank time. You. <laughs>